this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead as the uh, character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lincoln. I play Beth on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speaks. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callies. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stookie on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah. Hey, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead. You're listening to Sister Speak. Hello, this is Adrian Turner. I play Dwayne on The Walking Dead, and I just wanted to say, hey, Sister Speak. Sister Speak, this is Seth Gilliam from The Walking Dead. Plays Father Gabriel. Just wanted to say hello. Hi. Sister Speak Podcast. This is Lenny James, play, who plays Morgan Jones. Hope all's well. Uh, hope you're having a good time. And now I'm going to stop. Bye. Hi, this is Tova Felchu. How are you, Sister Speak? And I'm here to tell you how much I love being on The Walking Dead as the head of Alexandria. Hello, everyone at Sister Speak. It's Kyla Kennedy, and I play Mika Samuels on The Walking Dead, and I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. Hi, Sister Speak. This is Ryan Charbonneau, and I'm here at Walker Soccer, Pennsylvania. It's nice to virtually meet you. Daniel Bonjour. I'm Aiden on The Walking Dead. Just want to say hi to Sister Speak. Hey, Sister Speak. This is Steve Coulter, Reg Monroe from The Walking Dead. Hope you're all doing great, and keep watching. Hi, Sister Speak podcast. <laughs> I'm Major. Sister Speak, I have nothing to add to this conversation, being not a sister or, well, a brother. (laughs) Unless you're talking about me having brothers, and I do. I'm the whitest dude on the planet. That's all I got. You're some fine-looking woman in that room, I bet, though. Hi, I'm Caitlin Akon, and I play Enid on The Walking Dead. Hey, it's Jason Douglas uh, from The Walking Dead, and uh, this is a shout-out to Sister Speak keeping it real. Hey, Sister Speak, this is Tom Payne who plays Jesus on The Walking Dead. I hear you've been talking about me a lot. Y'all keep doing that, okay? Hey, sisters, this is Ray from Cali. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, you want me to do what? Chop off my child's arm. <laughs> Knigget, fuck you, okay? Um, everybody, I'm sorry, but it looks like we better start saying our prayers because tonight is the night we all gonna die before we wake. 
Hello, sisters and fam. It's Jeff Grimes from House Baelish, and it's time for humans to bite back. Gah. This is Procrastinella, out here in these streets looking for the swagger of my baby daddy, Rick Panty Dropper Grimes. And until I find it, I don't want to watch this show no more. I don't want to watch this show no more. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. Hey, King Ezekiel. Forget about Carol. I'll be your queen. Hey, hey. Hey, turn that down, man. Put on HBO. Westworld about to come on. This Robert from the Bay. Peace. Hey, sisters. This is Alex Taxman. If you take from the well, replenish the well. And Carol... I'd like to talk with you for a few moments on how you can finish my will. We're on the easy street, and you know it feels so sweet. And the world is but a treat when you're on the easy street. Brought to you by Taxman Productions. Welcome to Sister Speak, The Walking Dead, where we discuss season seven of the AMC series, The Walking Dead, from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 66. Let's get started. Mm. <laughs> All right. Welcome, Sister Speak Nation. Mm-hmm. We are back, finally. Yeah, finally. To talk about episode number... Four and five of The Walking Dead. So we're going to start with episode number four titled Service. Service. Yeah. We're going to have a double feature because we're behind. We way behind. As y'all know. But you know how we do. Mm-hmm. It was the holidays and shit. So before we start, Sister J, what mm. is your adult beverage of the episode? Well, I'm going to tell you. From tonight until now on. Since these motherfuckers want to think they're trying to be like Game of Thrones, I'm drinking Game of Thrones every motherfucking episode. <laughs> and in this episode, it is Oma Gang, Vala the Hottest. Vala the Hottest. Mm-hmm. Vala Which incidentally means all men must serve. Yeah. So, hey, worked hey. out good, but I'm be drinking a Game of Thrones brew every Walking Dead episode. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. What you drinking? Well, right now I'm drinking some pink lemonade. Mm-hmm. Pink. Pink. Mm. All right. Okay, so let's get on with service. I was going to say, uh, okay, let's get this over with. <laughs> Honestly, this episode is the best out of all of them so far. So far, yeah, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh. Besides Ezekiel, you know, this is Ezekiel. I, and, um... Because, I mean, we'll get to it, but because we we see the beginnings of what could be some good shit, the, the inklings, the starting, the rumblings and well, shit. Well, first of all, this is when they first come back. No, right? they've been back. Well, uh, but... They've been back at least several days. It ain't been a week yet, though. Right. It's not quite a week. And one thing I did notice, and that is when Rick went to... Well, first of all... 
Rick and Michonne in the bed are sleeping back to back yep. in the bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that tells you something right there. And then she's kind of looking all worried. She looks over at him, and then she gets on up. She puts on her little stuff, gets her katana, tip, and tip, she jets. Yeah. Wait, no, she tippy toes down to the living room. To the living room, that's true. Looking, wait, looks purposefully looks to see if anybody's stirring in the house, mm-hmm. and then goes to the chimney. And pulls out this big ass fucking rifle. Long ass rifle. Yeah. And she tips on out the house. As soon as she shuts the door, there's Rick looking. Well, he, his eyes is open. So that lets no, you. No, no, no. He's down there at the door. Well, that's true. Looking at her leaving. Ah, uh, he know. So then you see her going into this big old field. Yep. And, but we didn't know where the hell she was going though at no, first. I didn't. First I thought she was. I don't know what I thought she was going to do. But one thing I did like, though, about a, a subsequent scene is when they showed Rick go get little baby Judith, she big. She growing. Yeah, whatever. But so, we don't see her with that little second. But Michonne goes out to this field, mm-hmm. and she is obviously going to start practicing shooting. Yeah. On this old rusty car and just sitting there. <laughs> Looking around. And that that kind of cracked me up a little bit because I thought, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> I guess you don't want to have to get up real close to them suckers. No. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, because she, she did it with that katana, though. But mm-hmm. oh, this episode had too much shin and a grinner for me. Well, Damn. that's because that's how Negan is And being I like this actor, too. I really like Jeffrey him. Dean Morgan. But I don't like the way he's playing this character. I don't like I don't it. either, but in this episode, there was a couple of moments where I was like, okay, I'm feeling you, Negan. But then he went back to the shin and grin and shit, and then I was like, okay, no, I'm mm-hmm. out. I'm out of feeling scared about him. No. But um, the one part I will say that I wish he would have fucking bashed somebody's motherfucking head in <laughs> was at the very beginning when they rolled up on the gate, which we skipped some shit, but go ahead to it. Mm-hmm. They roll up on the front gate. They know who the fuck it is. Yeah. But this old dumb, dumb fool, Spencer, come talk about who are you? Mm-hmm. And Negan's like, really? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> and I looked at my TV and I said, Really? Yeah, yeah, you know he Seriously? Done, he done told you who the hell he was. Shit, you dumbass. Mm. I don't like that fucking Spencer. I don't either. I really don't. For more than, as more than one reason. you get on to the episode, mm. there's even more reason to not like his old punk ass. But then, you know, we get to see old nasty, dirty, nasty, stinky Dwight. Oh, he yeah. is the nastiest, funkiest looking dude. Well, Ooh. and Norman Reedus is, is second. Oh, he's equally nasty. They got him looking nasty. Toe up. Soy, toe up. Toe up. From the flow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had Negan and his little crew. But I did like seeing Rosita. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. At least in my mind. I mean, I get why Rick is cowed down to him. He has to. <laughs> but I like that we still have some people that ain't feeling that shit and they're going to let it be known. Yeah, but they ain't going to do nothing. No, but you ain't got to do nothing, but you can give them dirty ass looks. Mm. And I like that. <laughs> mm. Rosarita wasn't going to do shit. 
Of course not. But I liked her old her old mean mugging. Mm. I liked it. I don't like Spencer though. And it seemed like she didn't like his ass either this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's annoyed with his butt. Well, th- that's because, you know, they've already had a dealers with this punk ass before. With the food. Remember that? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's you still. Know, so. But anyway. So I, um, but other than, I mean, I liked the fact that we got to see what the hell they was going to do when they got there. And we didn't have to wait another effing episode to see it. Well, that's true. But they wasn't going to do nothing. And I like the fact that um, we got to see that there are some people, like I said, who are not feeling what the hell Rick is talking about. But evidently, Um, when they got back, they must have not called the whole group meeting and told them about Negan. Yes, they did. You think? I'm sure. Why you say that? I don't know. I just got the feeling, just by the way that the townspeople were acting when they were standing behind Rick and Rick and them. I don't know. I just got that feeling. Oh. But yeah, yeah. He had to tell because they would have passed the worst Glenn and Abraham. So everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Ain't, they ain't seen it for their own eyes, but everybody knows. Yeah. You know. So anyway, Rick is like, um, you early, you it's not even been a week yet. Yeah. And Negan's like, don't make me ask because ain't nobody come rushing to open up the damn gate. (laughs) So he finally opens up the gate and Negan comes in. Of course, he's shitting and grinning and talking shit the whole time. There's a walker that comes up. He kills that walker real quick and tells Rick, hey, see, I'm giving you a service. I could have just come in here busting heads like that fool who opened the fucking gate. Mm -hmm. But I didn't. So you lucky. And then he tells him to hold Lucille while he walks around. Yeah. That was now that No, that was some psychological warfare. Well, of course. We know it is, but. But all the shitting and grinning was annoying to me. It's so fucking annoying. Okay, we get it. We get it. Quit doing and it. And why the fucking Walking Dead people. Yeah. Whoever's filming this. Do we keep getting ass shots <laughs> I did go say of that. Jeffrey Dean Morgan flat behind. with his flat ass? Now, I don't think he's always had a flat ass. I think something's going on with his wardrobe. And the fact that he's lost, I mean, he's skinnier than I've seen him in yeah. other shows. Yeah, so he, he's been bulkier. He's been bulkier. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the damn clothes. Could be. Something is not right with that. And why they keep wanting to show him from from the back view, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It don't make no diagonal sense. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the surprise that you're talking about in the other people's faces yeah. is the fact that they thought they were going to just give this offering up to Negan's group and they would meet him at the door, give him their I little so. offering, yeah. and they would go. But no, Negan said, oh, mm-mm. you don't tell us what you going to give us. We, we take, take what the fuck we want to take. And then he told his little hench people, uh, no. you going to get half everything. Yeah. Furniture, everything. Everything. They took beds. They took everything. Yep. That's fucked <laughs> That is so messed up. Well, mm, mm, mm. and then of course Spencer and Rosarita's getting ready to go out on a run, and Dwight is taking their guns, of course, 
they should And just bullshit talking. Yeah, just bullshit talking. And and orders her go find go find um Daryl's bike. That's yeah, what he tells I him. didn't get why he I did not that get bike. I guess because the other bike got fucked up. Well, okay, but see okay. He he dropped up. The I other thought bike. the other bike was Daryl's bike. No. So it must have been some other motorcycle. It was another motorcycle. Okay. The he remember he dropped it and I was like, well, how the hell did the thing get messed up from that? Yeah, he was running through those walkers mm-hmm. that were squished. Mm-hmm. But anywho, so yeah, I was like, okay, you want the other bike? Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. But then he's just fucking with her, snatching mm-hmm. her hat off, drunk, uh, dumping out her water and shit mm-hmm. with his own nasty ass. And they he keep, is nasty, and they purposefully. Film him from that side of his face. I know it. That burn side. The burn side. <laughs> and of course, Spencer just standing there. Oh, well, yeah, with his punk ass. He ain't gonna punk. do nothing. He like Tobin. He's not gonna do nothing. Thank you. They they from Alexandria. They don't know shit. And even she- after all this, and Rick told him stuff. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, I'm so tired of seeing these nasty, dirty people. Anywho, so Rosita and Spencer drive out. Of course, they ain't got no water now. Ain't got mm-hmm. no weapons. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the hell they supposed to. Well, now they got some knives, I think. He just took it, the guns. Make it through. But still. He just took the guns, though. Yeah. So, I will say the one scene. Well, they. so then Negan is telling Rick, give him a tour of the city. Mm-hmm. They walk him through. They grabbing shit. He's, he's walking through, uh, walking him through. He grabs something to drink and talking more shit. <laughs> and I don't even listen to half the shit he says. I mean, it's so really, annoying. It's, it's so, he says so fucking much. Well, and, and it, it doesn't reveal anything. You no, know what I mean? It's it just like chatty Cathy shit. Right. It don't. Mm-mm. It really don't. Mm-mm. I mean, he just says the same shit over and over. Over and over. You can kneel to me. You ain't nothing. Don't be looking at me like that. Mm-hmm. You know, shit like that. Of course, he's got Daryl with him. I did. I did think it was kind of neat that, that, that they were trying to talk to Daryl. Of course, he was telling him no. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you think about everybody posting? Not everybody, but a lot of people posting and on uh, social media that Daryl was blinking and giving Morris code right. signals to Rick. Right. I didn't catch that shit. I did not catch that either, but I can certainly see how that could be done. Because he is, like, doing extra blinking. He is, because Daryl don't blink quite that much. I mean, nobody blinks that damn much. Mm -mm. So, I mean, it could be. I do believe that he was probably giving him some, trying to give him some kind of signal to let them know where where to come. That would be pretty neat if he did. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. But a lot of people were adamant about the fact that, no, that was Morse code. Yeah. Also because Mm -hmm. when Michonne went to get that rifle, there's a big ass Morse code poster Mm -hmm. up in that house. So why would they focus? Exactly. So on that, if it wasn't going to be tied to something else, which I kind of agree with. I like, I kind of like that. If that is Mm -hmm. actually purposefully done, which I think it, I'm sure it was. I think it was. So then somebody finds a camera where all of Rick's, Rick and M's group have <laughs> did their recording for, what's her name? What was her name? Deanna. Yeah. Thank you. Deanna. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, oh shit, he's going to see the baby Judith on there. 
He's gonna see well, he all probably their stories is because and shit. He took the damn camera. I know. He took it. I know. And I'm thinking, well, fuck. Why didn't Shh. y'all take that shit and hide it somewhere? Because they wasn't thinking. They wasn't thinking. I mean, they they were not thinking that these people were coming back and and actually physically going through Alexandria and taking shit. Right. They, uh, I'm sure even Rick and them thought. Just like what you said, they was going to gather a food offering, give it to them. They're going to pile it on some trucks and leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not what he does. No, he mm-hmm. don't. So they must but have... it was funny when, when Father Gabriel came up and, and Negan had the nerve to say, Ooh, you creepy. Yeah. What the hell was that? Just because he's a pre a, a minister? No, because he, well, he snuck up on him. <laughs> well, because he was, was talking funny, about. Though. Oh, where's the the number two's wife? Where's uh-huh. she at? Uh-huh. She was cute. I wanted to say hi to her. Uh-huh. And then that's when Father Gabriel walked up, said, "Oh, to pay your respects." And yeah, he's like, that was smart of them to do. That though. Was wasn't that smart. so smart? Yes, I now, was I actually, totally impressed. I actually like this scene uh-huh. because I'm like, okay, good Father Gabriel, you are gonna earn your keep at yep. some point with me? Yep. I'm not as chapped about your ass <laughs> at this point. But that was really smart thinking. Mm-hmm. Very smart thinking. And you could tell there was some shit going on because when he was wiping his pants off and gave that Rick that look. Mm-hmm. But this scene, I don't know what the fuck. Needed. Oh, he was talking about, oh, I was going to have her come back with me. You'd think I wouldn't have a shot after I killed her husband, but you'd be surprised. And I was like, oh, he looking good in this scene. Mm-hmm. Then... They hear a gunshot and both Father Gabriel and Rick turn to the side. And I was like, oh shit. And they immediately look at Negan's face and the camera focused on Negan's face. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, he looks hot in that damn scene. He looked good Mm -hmm. because his ass wasn't smiling. He wasn't shitting and fucking grinning. He was what um, (laughs) Negan should look like in my opinion. But he's like, what the fuck? Y'all got up in here. But it's the little baby Carl. But the up. look he gave was like, okay, what fucking shit are y'all trying to pull? Mm-hmm. Now, and I so, want to know how come Carl didn't just shoot him in the head? Because he's, because he's trying not to be the killer that he used to be. That's what I think. And he knows if I kill one of these motherfuckers, then, you know, some shit's going to kick off. So he's trying to defend the fact that they taken more than half of they shit. Mm-hmm. He said, put some of that shit back or the next time I'm going to shoot you. So of course, Rick is all nervous and shit. Carl, mm-hmm. Carl, 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 put, Carl, put the gun down, <laughs> put the gun down. Negan comes that. up. Carl, Carl. He's like, Oh, little junior serial killer. <laughs> But Carl said, I'm not cowing down to your bitch ass Negan. And, and the whole time, Carl is glaring at him with his one good eye. One good eye. And holding that gun up. Mm-hmm. He wasn't trying to let that shit but go. But I thought it was funny when Negan said, hey, well, you can, you can, you can threaten uh, whatever that his little henchman's name is. You can threaten him, uh, but you can't be threatening me. You know, mm-hmm. I said, mm. but I like, and the- if it wasn't for the fact that, that his daddy talked him down, no, it wasn't his daddy. Mm. He said, you need to give the gun over. I'm going to hurting some people. Yeah, that's true. But what I liked about it, <laughs> what I liked about this, and I was like, see, Carl got more guts than his daddy, but also 
because he's a kid. He's a kid. And Rick's worried about him, his and, son, and his daughter. And Judy. But Carl said, okay, I might put the gun down, but I ain't giving it to your punk ass. He reached over to hand it to Rick. He did, though. And I said, Woo! you go, Carl. That was the last little insult. <laughs> and the Negan's like, mm, no, no, no. Give it to me. And he's still And glad. then I start thinking, oh, shit, Carl, you fucked it up. Because then Negan goes, yeah, and on the subject of all these guns, y'all got a lot of fucking guns of ours. And I can't have y'all with all these damn weapons. So we gonna have to go to your armory and get all your shit. And I was get like, all the shit. He was probably gonna do that anyway. But Right, but this is the problem. It would have been fine to go get all the guns. That's that's you know, that's to be expected. What we didn't expect is for Olivia to be keeping some damn motherfucking good records. You know? Because she was the keeper no, of the guns. No, she didn't keep good records. Yeah, she did because that's no, how they found didn't. out that one was missing. No, that's exactly right. If you had a fucking gun missing, why wouldn't you just say, hey, the bitch is gone. Don't know where it is. But she didn't do that. She didn't keep good records. Because mm. if it was me and I was missing two, three guns or however the F many, there was two of them, I think. Wouldn't you put in there... Uh, un, un, what do you call it? Unaccounted for, or mm-hmm. obviously this got lost in some battle, or someone took it out, and don't, obviously she didn't take good ass records. <laughs> I took it the other way around. Oh, I did. I took it the other way around. That I because did. she kept such good records, that there was a record of those guns, and they were not in the armory because they matched up. The guns they was taken outside the armory with the paperwork. And, right. And at the very end, there's two listed, two or three listed in the paperwork that they didn't have. That's exactly. What li- so was. don't you think the paperwork should have said well, these guns are missing? Yes. Not That's what I'm saying. Hmm. That's what I think. There should have <clears> been some record saying the shit's missing. And it's been missing for how umpteen time. And then they wouldn't think that they were trying to hide some shit. Because mm. they didn't even know the shit was missing. Apparently, Olivia didn't even know that shit was missing. That's what I say. Mm. But when they go to the garage and she and he's like, oh, you take care of all the guns. She's like, yeah, in the pantry. And then he pulls Rick to the side and says, oh, mm, you got the fat one watching over your food? <laughs> You motherfucking dick. That was fucked up, though. <laughs> that, <dream. laughs> that was messed up. That was up, fucked though. up. That was messed I up. I did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the fact when he bought out that bazooka gun, because that's the one that Abraham got. Remember from that uh, army truck, artillery truck? Oh, they found all those RPGs. Yeah. yeah. They got all mm-hmm. of it. They got all of it. Shit. Yeah. So then, yeah, they find out there's some shit missing. Now, this was also a good scene because he wasn't fucking smiling the whole time. Mm -mm. So I actually liked Negan on this one where he's saying, oh, well, then if you got some guns short, then the one responsible is Olivia. And see, they even knew knew the the nature of of the gun because she said a Glock and a Bobcat. Right. Bobcat. But she didn't even say, somebody must have taken it out. <laughs> and I didn't write it down. <laughs> anyway, dumbass. <sighs> I 
Olivia. Anyway, so Poor but, thing. I, but yeah, I did feel kind of sorry for her when he was like, "Well, then you're gonna have to die if these guns don't turn up. Mm-hmm. You gonna have to die for this. This is not gonna be a good day for you." And she started kind of crying a little bit, and I was like, "Ah, shit." So then Rick's like trying to say, oh, well, we've had some people leave yeah. and, you know, we don't know. He's like, oh, so you're saying that she's lying about her records? And he's like, uh, shit. No, <laughs> ain't saying that. Mm. But so then the rest of the episode is them trying to look for these fucking guns. Yeah. And Rick has this meeting with the town saying, look, I ain't the boss no more. I ain't the leader. I ain't the leader no more. Mm, mm, and mm. we have to do what these fools tell us to do. We got to give half our shit. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, I was thinking, okay, these people, what the hell? Why are they questioning that? Because they're like, well, but, but what, ain't there something we could do? No. They done bumped up but two they, of y'all folks. They, okay. They were told what happened. They didn't see what happened. Not oh, like Rick and them. That's true. See, when you see it, then, you know, you, you have a little better understanding. Yeah. It's just true. like with the zombies and everything else, too. You know, when you see them, then you, then you believe it and you know what people are talking about. Yeah. See, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Mm-hmm. But. Poor so, woman. This is the thing that pissed me the fuck off is while Rick is talking, saying, look, I ain't the leader no more. We got to do what we got to do. Uh, we need to find these guns or they're going to kill Olivia mm-hmm. and everybody just sitting there. And then what did you think Eric was ter- te- doing, saying to Aaron? Like, we got to tell him. And Aaron was like, no, 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 we're, we can't do that. I was like, well, what the hell? What, what secret they got? And they never did tell what the hell that shit was. Well, I think they kind of knew. I took it like, uh, later on though, I took it like they knew Spencer had the gun. Oh, you think? That's what I think. Hmm. See? Because Spencer's that kind of person that would brag about it to his fellow Alexandrians. You know what I'm saying? See, and I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know either, but... Well, I was trying to figure out what the hell were they trying to keep? Well, was Aaron trying to keep hidden? Then, after Rick says, look, they're going to kill her, this bitch still didn't stand up. Well, actually, he was gone. I guess he couldn't. But (laughs) I'm like, nobody is even acting any concern Mm -hmm. at all. And then, of course, we see old dumbass Tobin. I was was like, oh, Lord, this fool still looking like he ain't doing nothing. He's not. Yeah, exactly. But I do, I, I, I do want to understand what this little secret or whatever is that Aaron and Eric was talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, and and uh, um, Aaron's little little boyfriend does Eric. stand. Eric's little boyfriend does stand His up. His name is Eric. Oh, he stands up and says, "Okay, but hey, even if we find the guns, how are we gonna get out of this?" And that's when Rick goes into his little speech. We ain't getting out of it. We that. ain't never getting out of it. Who got the damn guns? Now let's on, move on to what we was here for. Mm-hmm. Which is a good point. Yeah, real good. Because they can't do nothing. Can't do shit. They may have a knife or two so they can get a walker if it comes up on them, but that's it. <laughs> so anyway, um, so they searching. And then, of course, we go back to Rosita. Rosita. We don't know why she's in the woods, but come to find out. She's trying to kill up some walkers so she on the bike. off chance 
No. Oh. On the off chance one of them has a gun. Well, that's true. That's what she's looking at. Yeah. And she, and also, well, we don't realize this until the very end, is she did it purposefully looking for some of his people, mm-hmm. knowing they would have a weapon or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of smart. Of course, Spencer's like, Rosita, Rosita, where you at? So, you know, alerting them to where the fuck she is. He's just annoying. I wish he would get bit. He needs to get bit. He needs to get bit. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, she don't... After Abraham, how could you even be with that foe? Mm -hmm. Anyhow. Now, that's one of the... the, um, She does find one of the people, though. Yeah, because she says that later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyway. I kind of was like, okay. Go ahead and stick Spencer while you sticking. <laughs> while you sticking up walkers, just go. Oops. Sorry, Spencer. Mm, mm, mm. That's kind of mean. I tell you, I don't like his ass. Mm. <laughs> he is. He is. He's just a selfish person. He's annoying. You know? Yeah. I mean, they all have to stick together as a group and stuff, but mm-hmm. that don't matter to him. No. So then we see everybody, the Rick and them, everybody's tearing up shit, going through, trying to find a gun. I think the houses were already torn up from the Savior. Well, they are. But anyway, so yeah, he's still looking. Father Gabriel's like, look, this is going to work out. I know it is. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to figure something out. We'll find the guns. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Rick's like, look, mm-hmm. ain't nothing going to change. This is the way life is now. Ain't no beating this shit. Mm-hmm. And you know what, though? I was feeling kind of like Rick because I'm thinking, but see, Negan is going to actually kill that woman. Because I was just saying, I think in a previous or previous episode, yeah, well, he was so big and bad. If he's so scary and big and bad, how come he ain't bashing no woman? Uh, right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, really. Because guess- a real villain would have done that. Yeah. To make it even more terrorizing, you know? That's what I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... So I was, I was really worried for her because she didn't do nothing. I mean, you know. No, she didn't. She just take care of the pantry and the guns. And and not doing a very good job of that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess not because, hey. And honestly, you know when those, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know those fools was trying to steal that food. <laughs> And she wasn't even around to help save that shit. I know. I'm like, yeah, why is she in charge of that shit? And then that episode where Carol was like, have you ever shot a gun? She said, no. How you got her taking care of the damn guns and shit? <laughs> yeah, because she ain't never shot a gun. Thank see? you. And plus, I mean, when Rick do finally find the stuff, before he finds the gun, he finds all this food. And now I'm thinking, well, damn, how do you can set that by Olivia? Cause he ain't food. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. She don't have no good fucking records. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he pulled out a whole bunch. He pulled of food. out a whole bunch of food from a, a air conditioning vent. Yep, like in the floor by the by the uh, big picture window. Yep, I mean a big old bottle of of liquor and everything. Brown liquor too. Brown liquor, mm-hmm. and then a whole bunch of snacks and shit. And then he finally pulls out that gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would not do good in the zombie apocalypse. My ass be hungry. <laughs> 
two guns up in there. He had two guns. I'd be. He a, had both those guns. You know what? Before. This is one thing to make this show more realistic. What? There needs to be way more bitchier people. I know. Because my ass I'd would be, be bitchy. I'd be mean. I'd be. Bitchy. I'd be and talking shit all I would day. Be, talking about look, my be, ass is hungry. I would be bitching to nigga too, and I tell him, look. I don't want you to be <laughs> with no Lucille, but God damn it, pull your pants up. Jay. <laughs> or quit terrorizing me. Just leave me the fuck alone. And quit taking our food. Shit, I ain't eating every day anyway. <laughs> Shit. I mean, hey, I, yeah, I'd be talking back. Mm-hmm. I'd be talking back. But I would, I would warn him first and say, look. You coming at me all wrong, because hey. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry at this I'm point. hungry. So anyway, so Rick comes out with the guns and with, with the two and, guns and stops because this old savior probably pedophile motherfucker. He's probably a fucking pedophile. Fucking with uh, what's her name? Enid. Enid won't give her her balloons back. Terrorizing that baby girl. Thank you. And then he's all grinning and shit in her fucking face. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Can I have the balloons back, please?" Mm-hmm. And he's gonna throw them on the floor and shit. I'm like, "Oh, see, they're gonna have to." They're going to have to kill this motherfucker. Oh, hell yeah. They're going to have to kill this motherfucker. I can see it now. Carl is pissed. He's like, what you going to do about it, dad? Well, uh, uh, I'm like, okay, now, Rick, you could at least say, look, we're getting you what you need. Don't be harassing the damn children's mm-hmm. around here. So then he gives <clears throat> nigga the, the guns and poor Olivia standing there over there in the heat in the sun. Snibbling. Because, hey, she don't know if she's going to live or not. Right. You know, and they show another ass What does Negan say? What does he say? I don't He's forgot. saying, look, you, now see, I knew you could do it, you, but you need to get everybody on board. Oh. You need to get them in line. Well, so next time I come up in here, yeah, we ain't gonna I don't go have through to all ask this. for the shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look, <sighs> good point. Mm-hmm. Especially Spencer's ass. So then you see all these trucks leaving. Yeah. They got a bunch of them too. I know. Big I was thinking the truck. same thing. I was like, well, damn. How many ass damn trucks did they have pull up in there? Mm-hmm. Obviously a lot. And here comes Spencer and Rosarita. Spencer driving the van. Now, where did they get this damn van off from? It was probably parked out there too. Oh, you know, I guess stashed. to give it to them or something. Yeah, because because that motorcycle was stashed. It was hidden. Remember, oh, that's right. She they had, had to, to uncover pull, uh, bushes yeah, and stuff. They but, had but to, she knew right where to go. And that's what Dwight was telling Rosarita. I know you know where to go. Well, and also I forgot that when they got to the motorcycle, they he rolled the motorcycle up in the van. Exactly. Yeah, I did forget about that. Yeah. So, yeah, and then at this point, then Michonne is creeping up on the, that side house that's mm-hmm. broke up. And Rick looks over at her. I'm like, duck back, Michonne, duck back. I know it. And she's done shot up. She's done shot this deer. Of course, she was trying to shoot this walker, but mm-hmm. missed it and got this deer. So she's got the deer. And then Negan turns around. I'm like, damn, Rick, you was not subtle. I know. And I was sitting there thinking, quit looking over there. Thank you. Shit. And so Negan looks, and Rick says, I need a minute. And can I get a minute? And, and, uh, Negan's like, a minute? What you need a minute for? He's like, please, just, just give me a minute. And at the time, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. But he wanted to go to Michonne and say, look, 
We got to give them everything. Everything. And Michonne is looking at him like he's crazy. We ain't giving him everything. So again, I liked it because another person mm-hmm. who don't want to just roll over and give up, which is what is what it seems like he's doing. Like he's mm-hmm. not even saying, look, we're just doing it for now, but mm-hmm. I got a plan. No. Obviously, she's got some thoughts up in her head and so does mm-hmm. Rosita and Carl. So she's like, well, they don't even know about this gun. He's like, look, if we keep it and we don't give it to them, somebody is going to die. And I can't lose nobody else. Now, I did like that <sighs> scene. Yeah, I mean, I can see his point. I can't lose you, Carl, mm-hmm. Judith, nobody else. Nobody else. And I like what he did say. Now, I want to give it to him. Will you let me? Are you going <laughs> to let me? <laughs> hey, because sister girl can cut you up. Mm. So here she come with the deer. With the deer. That's a big effing deer, too. A big effing deer. So anyway, so Rick says, "Well, look, she was hunting. This was not even in the inventory. We kept it outside of Alexandria, but I want to give it to you, you know, anyway." And then, of course, Negan is grinning and shinning and fucking oh, again. Oh Lord. yeah, yeah, I knew. Okay, now we getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. You learning? You learning, Rick? Mm-hmm. Mm. I was like, oh, just take oh, yeah, it and go. Just, yeah, Negan. just go. Hurry up. Shit. Woo, he's making me mad. So then Rick says, okay, so um, can Daryl stay since, you know, we're following your rules. We're mm-hmm. giving him what you want. Can we just get Daryl to stay? And I, you already knew what the answer was going to be. Right. You already knew. You already knew he was going to say no. Hell to the no. Well, he's trying to uh, humiliate them. So he says, maybe Daryl can plead his case. Because, you know, after all that torture and shit, and he said, well, what's your name? Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> so he, so he, you know, he ticked with Daryl anyway. Yeah. And he know Daryl's not going to say nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's your name, Daryl? What's mm-hmm. your name? Daryl. It ain't Negan. Mm-hmm. It ain't Negan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what I don't like. I think if this actor would just stand still, but all that dipping and doopity dipping. <laughs> oh, it gets the fuck on my nerves. All that dipping and dooting and yeah, I know what you like mean. he's dancing or something. I know. Just stand the fuck still and deliver your lines. I don't mind the moving. Oh, move. it's annoying. Ooh, I don't mind annoying. the moving. It's all the fucking smiling. And then they're going to take the fucking deer too. Damn. Yeah. Look at Michelle. She like, says, shit, fuck, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> she gave him a look like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Lord. I hate it's this just, It could be better. It could Although, be so much better. this episode, again, in my opinion, was not bad. Mm-hmm. It had some shit that I liked. I like the fact that certain people are not kowtowing to them. I like the fact that some people are thinking ahead, like Rosita, and she's trying to get some weapons together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like that um, Michonne isn't agreeing with Rick about giving up, but I understand why Rick's saying that. It's just a little bit like, damn, Rick, come on. Mm-hmm. But you get it because he doesn't want anybody well, else to He's got die. a baby girl and Carl. That's who he's thinking about. Not only is he thinking about the adults. But finally, he, but he is thinking about sudden, his children. Finally, he's thinking about them. He wasn't thinking about them earlier. Well, well, last season. Well, 
He that, was dickmatized. Yeah, he was. With that trick hoe. Dickmatized for real. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but I get it. It's just annoying as fuck, especially after all these punk ass episodes they be having mm-hmm. and us having to still watch this nasty ass Dwight and Daryl with ain't having no fucking shower. No bath. And no Rick nothing. with all this scruff. I mean, come on, Rick. You can mm-hmm. still shave. Come on now. And I will say it was funny when Negan did say, damn, I got to shave my shit off. Because mm. he keeps looking at Rick's old scruffy mm-hmm. ass. Anyway. Mm. If mm. They just mm. need to change how he is portraying him. He needs to quit that dipping and dodging. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. You ain't had no fucking music concert. Just stand the fuck still. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know? <sighs> I, and... and but see, I'm just annoyed. I'm just annoyed. And I like uh, I like this actor, but I'm just annoyed with this performance on this. Yeah. And it's it's not really his fault because I'm sure they're writing this shit like that. But Well, someone's directing him like this. I'm annoyed. I'm so annoyed with, with this whole Negan thing. It is so, it is, this is what my problem is. It's anticlimactic. Oh, yeah. And for the, uh, for, uh, <coughs> you know, everybody knows we don't read the comics and stuff. But I do work with the person who has all the comics. He is sorely. He is so disappointed. He fusses every every Monday in the office. Because he says they have just so sorely departed from the Negan in the comics. Yeah. So, you know. And that's okay because they can do what they want on TV show. It's different. That's true. But, but hey. It's not believable. That's no, the problem. It's not. It's not believable. mm in the TV show. Because this ain't like Z Nation. No. Where it's a kind of like a comical, farcy type of show. Well, but the whole point this is... This is supposed to be a serious even, zombie hey, show. Even, where they're, they don't smile about walkers and shit. And killing and shit. Yeah. So... But even Murphy in Z Nation, he don't do that dipping and dodging. No. Well, he don't. He, he does a little bit. No, he don't. He, he it's different because it's a it's a campy show. Yeah, this ain't a campy show, or at least it wasn't. It didn't start out that way. So for them to have him be all smiley and jokey and mm-hmm. like you say, dipping and doing it, yeah, no. all the time. I just don't. Mm-mm. It just doesn't make him scary at no, all. At, not at all. Mm-mm. And I don't know what it and is. And quit showing his butt. I see what you mean. Damn. Every, no every, profile, y'all. Every shit. They'll do it at least four or five times. No profile, because it's just like flat back there. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that yeah, to Yeah, it's not the clothes, y'all. It's not. It's him. He don't have no butt. But, um, damn, you made me forget what I was going to say. See, that, now they show, they show Rick from behind, and he ain't all flat like that. No, Rick got something back in the back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, them pants ain't helping him none. He got some hips. But at least he got something. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, Sister J, I was going to say something profound and I forgot. Oh, profound, was it? Mm -hmm. It Yeah, I doubt it. It was going to be very profound. Mm -hmm. Very. Now, I have to say. I felt real bad when they was driving off and Daryl's in the back of that truck. Yeah. And it's from his point of view. I felt really bad. But this is what irritated the fuck out of me with this episode. After all this stuff, 
then Rick gonna be all jumping big and bad with Spencer. <laughs> you didn't say shit to Negan. Oh, that's because he can. But now you're gonna jump big and bad with Spencer. Of course. Please. Because he can do it to Spencer. He's taking mm, his frustration mm, and mm. shit out on Spencer. Mm, Although, mm, I liked mm. it because I don't like Spencer anyway. Well, that's only because you don't like Spencer, but I mean, come on. But somebody need to cold cock Spencer because, look, you almost got somebody killed he did. a couple times today alone. <laughs> a couple times. First, by trying to be cute at the fucking gate. Yeah. And then second... When uh, stealing up all the guns and shit, mm-hmm. and, he and food, good. and well, yeah, but he was starting food too. <sighs> yeah, he did. Rick did jump bad with Spencer. he jumped bad with him quick. <laughs> I thought to myself, okay, come on now, <laughs> and see, we know people do this shit when you mad, but you can't do nothing to the person who really need it. Yeah. So you jump on somebody else, see? Well, hey, mm-hmm. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it at all. He mm. need to get popped. Yeah, he need to get bit, honestly. <laughs> He's another one who's too big to not be doing shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's got a little bit of height on Rick, but he a punk. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't think Rick would have popped his ass unless he would have if he wouldn't have opened his mouth up, talked some shit. Mm-hmm. You know, ah, uh, he might have. No, Rick wasn't trying to pop his ass until he said, "Oh, what you doing in my house?" Mm-hmm. <sighs> he said, "I'm not faulting you for do- for having the guns because I might have done the same thing, but the food and the liquor." Now, see, Mm-mm. no. <laughs> <sighs> mm, mm, anyway, mm. he's a punk. Punk bitch. He is a punk. Anywho, hopefully at the, after this episode, which who knows if we'll ever get back to them, which I know it will happen eventually. Mm-hmm. But um Rosita leaves his old punk ass alone. Yeah, she need to, but I hell ain't no available man. That's be by <laughs> yourself then shit. Oh hell, she won't be doing that. No, she won't be doing that. Should have popped his ass. Popped mm. him. Especially talking about, we should have made a deal with him while we could. You probably could have saved Abraham and Glenn. Mm-hmm. And that's when Rick was like, okay, say that name one more time. One more again. Mm-hmm. He didn't do it though, did he? No, he didn't. Didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm done talking about this episode. I mean, I'm, I'm there were some good parts to it. There were some shitty parts to it. But all in all, it was better it was than this other shit that we have to talk about in the next one. That's true. <laughs> However, this was so much piss poorer than the episode with King Ezekiel. Take us back there. I know. You know? I, that, I'm more interested in that. Yeah. But I do want to know what plan Rosita's got cooking. Because she hid... Whatever that little gun that she found from that walker mm-hmm. in the car, um, wheel well. Yep. So I want to know what her plan is and how she thinks she's going to get away with it. Well, doesn't she ask Eugene to make her some bullets? Or if he can make some bullets? Yeah. I think yeah. she does. Because, see, they don't have no ammo or nothing. Nope. Showdown. And I thought it was pitiful, though, but I had to laugh. 
<laughs> when the next scene they showing Rick rolling out a pallet on the floor. Because <laughs> <laughs> then a motherfucker's done taken the bed. Took the frame, took and the box frame, everything. took the mattress and everything. So he making the pallet. Mm, mm, mm. Well, what else you gonna do? Mm, mm, and mm. obviously, he took a whole bunch of the other furniture. Show sure did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was funny. And Michonne does help him. I was like, yeah, that, you might. Well, but at first she's salty though. Yeah, she don't like the fact that he gave up the gun. Mm-hmm. I get it, but you know what you gonna do? I know. I mean, he really isn't. Rick really is in a hard, hard position. He in a pickle. He is in a hard, hard position mm-hmm. because if he had some people behind him, then that'd be okay. Right. See, but you know, you can't depend on them punks from Alexandria. No, you can't. And and, and his core group is, is being depleted. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so what you going to do? Yeah. And he's saying we don't got the numbers. We can't do this. She wants to fight mm-hmm. or at least plan something. He don't even want to talk about it really. Mm-hmm. Well, I, have, I would like to see Morgan and Negan. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because that. I don't think fight. he would do nothing. Oh yeah, Morgan would get him. I don't think so. Yeah, he would. He'd get no. him. He He's would, barely no, Morgan, no. No, Morgan would not he is let barely getting these fucking. Morgan walkers. would not let Negan hit him with Lucille. No way. He would get Sister him. Jay, you ignorant. No, you ignorant. No, he because wouldn't. they wouldn't have let Negan do it either, except they had everybody in, in their sights with guns to their heads. Morgan That's would true. not have been able to jump up and do shit. And he ain't barely, barely <laughs> killing up fucking walkers now. <laughs> he do kill up some walkers. Barely. That's what I'm saying. So anyways, so then Rick and Michonne have this conversation and all of a sudden Rick come revealing the shit that he know Judith ain't his baby. It's his best friend, Shane. He said that's Shane, baby. I know it was him (laughs) and Lori would got together, but they thought that that I was dead. So I don't fault them for that. Mm -hmm. And I know Judith ain't mine, but she mine. Mm -hmm. What? Didn't you feel like that shit was out the motherfucking blue? No. I did. No. There's no way. That, uh, but I think if you go back and listen to our podcast from season like two and three, there's no way that Rick did not know that exactly. that was Shane no, Baby. I'm not saying that. Of course he knew it was Shane I Baby. I know he knows. But him to actually come out and say but, it. But he's doing that because he is trying to justify to Michonne who he has feelings for. Don't be looking down on me because of what I've had to do because I've also had to do other stuff that was equally wrong, such as I know that that little baby girl ain't my, uh, Shane is her daddy, but you know, she's my little daughter and I'm going to take her blah, blah. That's the way I took it. Yeah. He was trying to explain to her Mm -hmm. why he had to do. Well, why he has to accept the fact that exactly this shit ain't, but he was trying to explain to her, look, this ain't the first hard thing I've had to swallow and do. That's the way I took it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because that's a hard thing to do. I was still First shocked. of all, Shane was his best friend. I mean, his bestest. I miss Shane. Oh, man, I miss Shane. Mm-hmm. Shane. <laughs> <laughs> but Shane got a little crazy. 
Yeah, but Crazy Shane was still fine, though. Sure was, honey. <laughs> Damn. Mm. Mm. Anyway, but that's the way I took it. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> I think you're right. And then, if you notice, Michonne's face changed, too. She, yeah. And she didn't have that frown and stuff on it because she understood, yeah. see. So, and then she went on and helped him make the palette. <laughs> Who else going to be some rough? That's going to be some rough sleeping. Yeah, sleeping. I'm Hello. sorry. That's going to be some rough fucking sleeping. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so then we see Michonne going back out to the car where she was doing her little. Way out in the country. Practice. Her shooting practice. But she ain't got no gun now. So I was thinking, well, what you going to do now, Michonne? She got her katana though. Yeah, but she don't need practice with that. No, but hey, I think she just likes being out there. Yeah. Like, so then we by see, herself. Yeah. To think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not be cooped up. Because she was uh, alone for a long time. So. So then we see her turn around and notice something. I'm, I'm, I was like, well, what the fuck? What I know this? it. And I, I didn't catch that there was smoke until she walks up on. This pile of stuff burning down the road. Mm-hmm. And when you get to it, I really didn't understand what it was. Shit, I did. Until she got closer. I'm like, oh, them motherfuckers. Them motherfuckers. Burnt up them mattresses. Not only that, they burnt up almost all the furniture that they took. Look at that shit. Yep. They put it in a it's pile and burned it's, it's it all up. The mattress. Yep. And I was like, really? How awful is that? I would have just to deprive them of it. I would have taken that shit back and had me some like a double match. Oh, hell no. That shit is charred up. No, I'm talking about the saviors. Oh, believe me. They got shit already. I know, but still. Mm. That was, but that was, wasn't that heartless? That was really mean. It was showing the crime. That was really mean. So anyway, then we see Rosarita. She finds a bullet casing. Oh yeah. In the ground. And she goes and knocks on Eugene's door. Now, I know Eugene is just, he's well, got a reason to be mopey though. His best friend guy. Well, not only that, but you know, he feels damn guilty because first of all, as he's already confessed to Abraham, like, like in that one hospital uh, a room scene where, you know, he lied about the whole thing to induce him to, to, you know, take him with him well, because he was afraid. I think he's over that guilt. Uh, I don't know. I think he's over that. Because they, they got over that. They got they became friends again even after That's that. That's true. I think he just feels he, bad because his yeah, friend's gone. His friend's gone. He's seen him get balked. Mm-hmm. You know. He his can't get over that. In. And Eugene's kind of a gentle soul anyway. So He is. But yeah, but, Rosarita said, can you make me a bullet? No, she didn't say can. She said, make me one. Make me a bullet. <laughs> that was the end. Yeah. Now, why did that have to be an hour and a half? Don't ask me. That's because we had to have a uh, nigga dipping and dodging and grinning and chinning and dancing. Fucking yeah, I guess so. Shit. I was like watching this shit going, why is this an hour and a motherfucking half? I don't understand it. I don't get it. And why it. out of seven well, let's say six effing seasons where we have been in 
seasons where we said, ooh, we wish that would have been 90 minutes. Ooh, yeah. that uh, premiere finale or whatever should have been 90 minutes. 90 minutes. And now they're putting fucking willy-nilly ass 90 minutes should have been 90 there. minutes. And I'm like, why did that have to be an hour and a half? You can tell, it, it seems to me, you can tell by their writing, they think they're so clever. I guess. They think they're just, ooh, this but is so really clever and good. But do you really think that they think that? Yes, I think they think hmm. it. I think they think it. I think they think that because the, their comic book is very successful, I think they think that, ooh, this Negan character is just going to blow everybody out the water. And anybody who actually reads the TV Guide and the Nielsen's and, and Entertainment Weekly and, and that kind of thing, every, Blogs. every, every, every single Sunday episode, they have lost viewership. Yeah. And the ratings go down a little bit each and every week thus far. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because people just tired of this shit. Well, and it's not... It's well, lackluster. It is It lackluster. is totally lackluster. It is totally anticlimactic. Yep. That's you know? the truth. They played that Glenn Dumpster shit wrong. They played the finale of season six wrong. And they played the premiere of season seven wrong. Yep. You know? And now they're playing these episodes yeah. wrong. Yeah. It's just really True. silly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of us, we don't give a fuck. Shit. Anyway. Yeah, I've been watching, um, whatchamacallit, instead. Aca- what? Westworld. Uh, yeah, Westworld. Which Ooh, that we, shit is good. We need to talk about Westworld. Because uh, it's <laughs> over. It's over to no, next season. No, it's not. There's one more episode. Oh, is there one more? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, good. There's one more left. I love Westworld. But I'm so glad I started before watching. Before we get it. to our feedback, let's talk about Westworld real quick. Okay. The week of this uh, Walking Dead was the week that we got the reveal mm-hmm. that Bernard was a host. A host. Not and only I that. Was screaming at my TV. I knew it. But not only that, <gasps> we also now know Bernard. No, no. Well, spoiler alert. She's going about to spoil some shit. If That's right, because Bernard is Arnold. <sighs> oh, I love it. Jay. But my thing is, I was sad that episode because I liked the new Lorraine Bracco. That's what I call it. I don't know who mm-hmm. the fuck she is. Mm-hmm. But she reminds me of Lorraine Bracco, who I loved. Used to. She don't. She's not acting exactly. anymore. But anyway, exactly. But the, uh, the chick, Teresa. Right. Teresa. I liked her. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. No, resist. Bernard. But when he, when she pulled, when she pulled out those drawings and she looked at him and said, have you seen this? And he's like, it don't look like nothing to me. I was like, oh, uh, no, 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 no. Your first clue was when he was, took her to the basement and he says, yeah, they programmed it so there are certain things that hosts see. cannot see. Yes. And she says, what's behind this door? And he said, what, what door? door? <laughs> I said, oh, oh my God. God. Oh my God. That was so good. That was yes. so good. That was your other clue. That was so good. I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. And then when they got down there and she showed him that paper and he's like, doesn't look like nothing to me, which is what fucking Dolores exactly. said. I was like, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Now, this, this is what solidified my enjoyment for me. When I finally caught it, and and it was in like the, the 
not not this past week's episode, but maybe two back, I finally caught the fact that Dolores, her storyline is three different timelines. And because I thought everything was happening simultaneously, but it's not. When 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 Bernard is talking to Dolores and he's having these and he's telling her we're having these private conversations. Don't that was nobody. Yeah. But that was the real Arnold. We now know that was the real Arnold. Mm. It was not the host Bernard. Yeah. See? Yeah. And so that's that timeline. Then uh, when she is like zoning out. Time period. Yeah. That's what I mean. Time period. When she's zoning out and stuff, she's in those different time periods. Right. And it took me forever to recognize that William is the man in black. Only young. Yes, he is. Well, that's what people are saying, but I'm not convinced. Of oh, that. yes, and 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 I'm almost. Pot- I bet money on it. William is the man in black, but that. But William is in a different timeline when Dolores is still Dolores because the man in black is looking for Wyatt, and who he's looking for is Dolores. She's Wyatt because Bernard told her. In a different timeline. Okay. Time we, period. Time period. We're going to have a different storyline. You want to be a heroine or a villain. Mm-hmm. That was the clue, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm not convinced about that, although that's what everybody is saying. That I think William is the man in black. I think so. Um, there's a couple of theories going on. And let me tell you. Let me tell you. Actually, there's a thousand well, theories going but, on. But let me tell you why you get the confirmation. Sister J, okay, we done heard you. What? Because he took all those hosts apart. That was the man in black. That's that's when he no. was starting. William. Well, that doesn't mean that that's why. William. Yeah. Because, mean, because ooh, the man in black is... a really good theory uh, mm-hmm. in this group. Mm-hmm. Beyond West... Was it called Beyond Westworld? I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's this really good theory. It's a video that somebody did. I'm not going to even tell you the the People theory. are really clever, though. Yeah, people are really clever. They're mm-hmm. looking into all kinds of shit mm-hmm. as to what is really going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I'm not going to say it because that might be a spoiler. It might but be true. This is what I can't wait for. And it may not happen until maybe the season two or three. But you know, there's going to be a meeting between Ford and Maeve. You know that. Yeah, and I see Maeve to me. Maeve is something. I'm liking Maeve. Oh, I love it. And I like little Felix, too. Well, and Maeve, they have improved her so much. Remember? remember? The guy said, we can't do that because you'd be better than humans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, she's already better. I mean, they're already better because they can come back. True, but I mean. But I like how they're playing. I like how all the host actors are playing yes. this because when they say come online or stop or whatever, I they just freeze. It. That is so cool. To That's me. so cool. And, and I love that saloon girl. Their, I do too, Clementine. I love her. I like her too. And then they come online or resume or whatever. Or stop your motor functions or stop yeah. all functions. Stop or, all functions. Yeah. Yes. I, I have love been it. loving mm-hmm. West world it, for those of y'all that have not seen it yet it uh, that is a binge worthy uh, yes. series for like uh, over the uh, coming holidays and stuff. i'm about to, i'm about to redo it because i need to 
re-understand some shit Mm -hmm. because this latest episode has really got me all it's opened you up hasn't it no it's got me no it ain't i ain't open i'm all confused oh i'm open so i need to go and re-watch a couple three or four of them Mm -hmm. and get back into the zone of understanding what the fuck's going on oh i love westworld they did an excellent job though they took the original like movie type theme from 1973 they have done an excellent job with this uh, newest version so All right. I like it okay so let's get to our feedback okay okay our very first one is from Aaron hey Aaron she says dear sister J please give me a long ass pass <laughs> because I didn't send in feedback for the last two episodes okay I, you really you yeah. say okay already yeah I was busy escorting my parents in their 70s across the country See. and after that family vacation I think I've been read enough <laughs> See, I understand you Erin I understand <laughs> she says here is my feedback and a tagline lady Erin okay. middle finger okay so let me play her her voicemail first okay hey sisters and family this is lady Erin middle finger um, I was on vacation so I had to watch the last two episodes walking dead back to back so right now i'm about two through with negan because i've had so much of him <laughs> in my you. face Hello. um <laughs> god his little smug ass smiling face just all the time fucking I, smiling and those saggy jeans we seriously need to get on twitter start a campaign <laughs> tell them people they got to do something about that because it's just good terrible um <laughs> things i liked about that episode I love baby Carl taking no shit, just mm-hmm. straight up shutting it down. Baby Carl. Oh, baby how can you not love baby Carl? <laughs> um, and I actually really liked Rick being pragmatic for once because yeah. he's always been stop or go, no yield, no pause. He's just, you know, one or the other. And I think mm-hmm. he's finally stopping and being like, mm-hmm. I got to make a plan. And Negan thinks he's going to turn Rick and Daryl into like punks. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't think so. I think they're just going to wait it out and kind of see how it goes and that i really be. like the fact that rick's not completely delusional about shane being judas daddy so that was kind of refreshing to see um not refreshing i'm still too through with most of the alexandria folks like spencer yeah thank you uh, i mean i get it I, I probably have a liquor stash too let's be real but like freaking rosarita went out and took a gun off of a walker told Dwight about it. His dumb ass still didn't get the fact like, oh, maybe they had guns on him. Yeah. Fucking idiot. And Spencer just goes and takes him out of the armory like no one's going to notice, which exactly. obviously somebody didn't, but mm. they just weren't ready for this shit, I guess. Yeah. So, do through with Alexandria, but whatever. At least yeah. they have people helping them. Um, but all in all, I'm happy about this season. I'm starting to get excited about it for once. I was a little frustrated at the beginning, but that's okay. Uh, my favorite part was definitely Father Gabriel. <laughs> and <laughs> I turned uh, that into my little tagline for once. I actually sent you one. So, you know, I <laughs> hope we get to see more Father Gabriel and find out what's actually buried in the uh, graveyard. Yeah. Um, but that's all I got to say about The Walking Dead. My only P.S. is what about that Westworld? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe sisters could do a season two. I I don't know podcast. Just just throwing it out there. But that's all for now. Maybe so. Sorry, it's long ass. Lady Erin Middlefinger out. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Erin. And actually, that wasn't that long. It wasn't that bad? I was no, she was going to be like five minutes. Yeah. That was that was like two. That was 
that wasn't that bad. But you know what? Uh, just like uh, we didn't realize when we first started um watching The Walking Dead in the first season that we would like it so much. So, I mean, we are loving Westworld, so it could be. We'll have to Never think about know. it. Never We've know. Never mm-hmm. And so let me play her, her uh, tagline, and then we'll talk. Okay. Hey, sisters and family. This is Lady Erin Middlefinger. Just wanted to call to say, holy crap, you are creepy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was hilarious though. That was probably the best line in the whole show for for that episode because that was just so unexpected. You yeah, know, simply because but but I think it I, I think it's right like Sister K said. I think it's because uh Father Gabriel did sneak up on him. He did. He did sneak up on him. Yeah. He, he didn't realize. He was, so he was yeah. Quiet. But that was good. You creepy as you shit. You creepy as fuck. <laughs> That's a good one. You know, and I agree, Aaron. I this episode I liked. I mean, I I wasn't as uh down about it as mm-hmm. a lot of people were, but there were pieces of it that I was like, that effing I mean, if he would just quit smiling and shit all the I time. I know. Because like I said, there were a few, maybe two or three moments where he was like sinister. He wasn't grinning where I felt like, okay, now I could see where he would be scary, mm-hmm. but it just, it was too fleeting and too far in between all the other shit and just was not effective. He, He's not being effective as a scary. He just villain. got to stand the fuck still for me. Quit that bobbing and weaving. <laughs> I don't like that shit. Yeah. Mm-mm. Thank you. Thank Aaron. you, Aaron. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Baltimore Kim. Hey, Kim. She says once again they are, and this is for episode three, the cell. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Once again, they aren't going to show us the immediate aftermath of a major event. Yeah. Comic book writing at its not so finest for a TV show. Don't worry, in a week or two, they'll show us Maggie and Sasha talking about the way the Saviors killed their men a month ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Probably. You know it. Mm-hmm. Dang, can they get Daryl any dirtier? <laughs> I know it. He is so nasty yeah. looking. Jeffrey Dean Morgan must ha- be having a ton of fun playing Negan. Dwight sure isn't having any fun. He and Sherry have no chemistry, in my opinion. Uh, no, they didn't. You know what? That is a good point. If Negan is going to keep trying to break Daryl, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for a Merle get your ass up for I have to kick your teeth in scene. (laughs) That is the lamest walker fence I've ever seen in my life. You could drive a semi through the gaps. One person with a sharp object, say a katana, could kill all of them in 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have them all on stakes and stakes and chains and shit. Exactly. I really like that stupid song. It's catchy. Nah. No. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> no. Not much else to say about this episode. Hopefully this week's episode will be as compelling as this one should have been. Thanks, sisters. Baltimore Kim. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Baltimore Kim. <laughs> and then, that email. And then she has another one, which is over service. Okay. Uh, JDM is doing a hell of a job playing Negan. I bet he's never had more fun in a role. He's all happy and smiley, and then he lets the mask slip, and we see the evil inside. 
I mm. love the actor and hate the character. Mm. See, and I hate I don't the character like that for smiling and reason. moving and shit. Yeah, I don't like the smile. That weaving and bobbing got to go. I mean, I've heard he likes doing this character, but I don't. I like don't like the way the they're way- making him do it. Yeah, I don't either. No, Mm-mm. no. I really like Michonne being a terrible shot. Being great with one type of weapon doesn't mean you're good with others. To me, it makes the character more real. Spencer is well, a dick. Oh, go ahead. You well, I disagree simply because it's the same as a person like the the wonderful prince who I'm missing, who plays a piano, but they play a flute and a trombone and a saxophone and a guitar. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. No, it ain't. If you're, yes, it is. If you're a weapons person, you're good at weapons. It doesn't mean you're good at all of them, though. No, but you can be. Well, she's not. She ain't. <laughs> she ain't no good at it. That's because she ain't had no gun. But that's the point. But I, I yeah, whatever. Spencer is a dick. Dwight is a bigger dick. Really pouring out their water? Mm-hmm. Asshole. Love Rosita's just your dead friend's reply. Mm-hmm. Negan was never going to let Daryl stay. Daryl knows that. Of course. Rick knows it too, if he gives it some thought. I'm starting to like Father G when he quoted Bible verses to the guy he was about to shoot last year. Yeah. I'm all in on liking him now. (laughs) Cool hand Rick will be back when he heals a little. I think so, too. Yeah. I just want crazy town Rick. That's what I want. It'll have to be. I want crazy town Rick. It'll have to be. Um, Okay. We've talked about it in the group, so I think it's okay. But if not, you can skip it. Morse code. Cool as hell, and I missed it completely, even though I noticed that big-ass sign at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Spoiler over. See, that wasn't a spoiler because we're, that wasn't a spoiler, we're behind. Though, but we're, yeah. we're behind. That's yeah. Right. But I did not notice, I didn't it, notice until it until somebody said it. Somebody mentioned it, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, okay. So the next time I watched it, I thought, you know what? I bet that is. I bet I bet it was. It could have been. Mm-hmm. I, that would make me restore thoughts about some of the episode. Yeah, me too. Yeah. My theory on why Dara won't pretend to Neil, he thinks Negan will make him kill one of his friends to prove his loyalty to he, Negan. He will. Oh, he probably would. He will. Decent episode, but I don't think they needed 90 minutes. No, they no, did they not. Didn't. Thanks, sisters. Baltimore Kim. Thank you, Baltimore Kim. Thank you, Baltimore Kim. Yeah, I, I agree. They certainly didn't need a whole 90 minutes for oh. that. Heck no, they did. They could have covered that in an hour in a or less. Hour. 45 minutes, actually. Thank you. You know? That's all that was ever needed mm-hmm. on that. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Melissa Sue. Hey, Melissa Sue. I don't know if I made the cutoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you did. You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> but what in the entire fuck? Take my guns, take my meds, shit even take Spencer's old stupid tragic ass. Mm-hmm. But why the hell would you take my pillow top posturpedic ass? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> and then burn it up. The saviors need to experience a slow, painful death for that shit. Mm-hmm. And if that Freddy Krueger looking asshole don't sit down somewhere. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know what? He <laughs> look like Freddy Krueger, don't he? Melissa Sue. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa Sue. Thank you, Melissa Sue. <laughs> you know what? He do look like Freddy Krueger. 
All he needed some long nails. On that one side, he does. And that striped sweater. (laughs) Oh, gosh. No. Oh, I remember the first time I ever watched that. Nightmare on Elm Street. Freak freak me the fuck out. That's a good, scary movie. It's a good, scary movie. Yeah, it is a good one. Mm -hmm. Good, scary. Thank you, Melissa Sue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay, our next feedback is from Alex the Tax Man. Hey, Alex. How you doing? Hey, Alex. How's that beautiful little baby boy? He's so cute. He said his title is, What the Dusty Fuck Was That? Ain't it the truth? Thank you, Sister Kay, for giving me the new email address so I could shit on this episode properly. (laughs) Overall, I'm going to say I don't like it. These writers seriously need to get over themselves. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Why was this episode 90 minutes? Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to recap this mess except to say one thing. Why did no one shoot this Kanegan here? (laughs) (laughs) You're at my gate with a bat. I yeah. got walls, guns, a rocket exactly. launcher, shoot him and in the head to shoot him. Come on, nothing, Rick. Shit. If Rick didn't come in the room with Negan when Carl had the gun, Carl would have shot Negan. He would have. This ish just doesn't translate to TV. Mm-hmm. But then to top this ninety-minute shit nugget, they reveal <laughs> Rick. They reveal Rick knowing Judith isn't his in the most dry, anticlimactic way possible. <laughs> this seven season question on everyone's mind gets revealed like this. Mm-hmm. I hate the world. Oh, <gasps> and not only that, but in a 90 minute episode, you'd think the plot would be pushed forward. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Not even a glimpse of the kingdom hilltop. He's Tara, Exactly. Jesus, nobody. It's obvious that communities will ally to take out Negan. Mm-hmm. So let's get on with it. Why waste our damn time with 90 minutes of nothing? Mm-hmm. Hell, I would have been mad at this episode if it was just an hour. But they managed to raise the bar and ticking people off. Mm-hmm. There better be live performances of Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Kendrick <laughs> in the mid-season. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alex, no. I don't think that's going to happen. That's not going to happen. In the mid-season finale. Oh, my God. To quote Sergeant Hartman from Full Metal Jacket, that's enough, Gimple. <laughs> you had best square your ass away and start shitting me Tiffany cufflinks, or I will definitely fuck you up. I love that movie, too, <laughs> Alex. Full Metal Jacket, that's a good movie. <laughs> Alex the Tax Man. <laughs> P.S. Man, I've only seen the first episode of Westworld. Why come y'all had to be like that in the last podcast? <laughs> I had to fast forward a good 30 minutes. <laughs> we was loving I'm talking sorry. about that with uh, Yam and Shalita. That <laughs> was fun. Thank you, Alex. Wait, I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. He says, oh, well, based on what I saw in the first episode, I wouldn't have been able to understand what was going on in the show anyway. Yeah, you would. I got two kids and a wife that talks through episodes, <laughs> so I have no chance of giving <laughs> each episode the focus it demands. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, I'm a tell. You're going to be in trouble. <laughs> now, see. That is annoying as hell. When you try to watch something and somebody keeps coming yeah, in there talking. talking, I have to pause. Like, okay, can we get out all of our conversation before I watch this? Show? Oh gosh! Oh gosh! But he got little kids. You though, are so, right, you know. though, Alex. It was anticlimactic yeah. for 
for Rick to kind of say, yeah, my but, best friend and my wife, I, well, I, I know that she's not mine. I think he was doing that though. I think, I think I'm right. I think they put it there because they're trying to show, he was trying to show Michonne, Hey, I've been through some other bad, bad, tough shit. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. So that's the way I took it anyway. I can see that. It's just like, was that the end of his email? That's it. Oh, yes. Okay. Thank you, Alex, for that email. And you know what? Okay. On Westworld. Hmm. He you just be- said he ain't you- seen it all since Jay. Don't try to spoil it. But him. I'm just saying, you better hurry up and get caught up, Dan. Yep. You know. She'll spoil you in a minute. I sure will. You know she will. And but anyway. laugh while doing it. <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to say to the family, to the speak family, that if y'all haven't seen his uh, Alex Beautiful Little Baby Boy, go on our Facebook group page. He got a little video of, of Mommy tickling him. It's so cute. He is so little, though. He He is is little. little. Well, he's only what? I think a month. No, no, no. He was born like in June. Oh, okay. So he's like six months. Not yet. Almost six months. months. Yeah. He's a cutie, though. Very cute. We have some very cute, so to speak, family babies. We sure do. Mm-hmm. And people be posting their pictures, sharing it's them with us. Cute. And we really, we appreciate it. Yes. And especially. That's how some of us get baby fixes. Right. And especially some of us old heads like me, because, you know, I ain't having no more babies. Right. So, exactly. yeah, these so little children are so fixes. cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye thank bye. you, Alex. Okay. Our next piece of feedback is from Simone. Hey, Simone. Hey, Simone. I love that name, Simone. Lord, how much more must we endure? I know. This was 90 minutes of nothing. Mm-hmm. The interesting things would have made a 10-minute episode. Maybe mm-hmm. 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. The Negan character would have worked on TV if they had toned it down even more. Mm-hmm. Comic book Negan can be over-the-top crazy because it works when our imaginations have to fill in the blanks of action. Exactly. It doesn't work in live action. Game of Thrones understood that, and that's why the awful characters we love to hate don't make us hate the show. Mm-hmm. Book Cersei is way worse than show Cersei, and it works. Mm-hmm. TV Negan could have worked if the writers hadn't tried to pay so much fan service to comic readers. Yeah. And Rick is about to lose his boo thing. A strong black woman can't stand by a weak ass man. <laughs> Not- <laughs> That is so true. But he's not, I don't think he's being weak. Yeah, but he's showing he's weakness. And oh, you got to admit, in this episode, <laughs> Michonne was giving him the side eye. And she was. Through the whole show. She was. That's true. She was. Because she knows Rick is strong, but hey, for right now, mm-mm. He just, well, look, oh, this is what I was going to say. Uh, after, um, I think it was after Aaron's email. Yeah. Uh, Rick now wants to be all contrite and thinking about his baby and thinking about little baby Carl. Well, as last, what, just six episodes ago, if y'all recall, Mm -hmm. in the season finale of season six, he was the main, uh, cocky ass mother sucker talking about this could be your last day on earth. To that uh, other dude. I can't remember the other dude's name. I mean, he was the one being cocky and shit. Yeah, that's true. And now that he's gotten his ass 
broke down he wants to be all come on people we can't he's got to let them catch up mm-hmm. catch up to the same point. well yeah anyway so she says um a strong black woman can't stand by a weak ass man not for long here's hoping they don't drag this out they will the flash of the alexandria sign noting mercy for the lost vengeance for the plunderers is a tip-off that rick isn't completely punking out but we shall see oh he's not though simone but they're gonna draw it out until the very last episode thank you simone thank you Simone. i I agree i think they are gonna well shit we already know they're gonna draw it out they are i know that it ain't gonna last forever because this is a TV mm-hmm. show. They can't have Rick be like this but forever. They've already posted uh, articles and stuff. Negan's gonna be in season eight. <sighs> mm-hmm. I'm be out. So I mean, we already know some shit gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I just hope it don't take us till the end of the effing season to happen. It will. And if they try to make this shit happen in the in the mid season finale, fine. But then when we come back in. January, February, March, whenever the fuck we come back, don't then let us have eight more punk ass episodes like now, this. Now, you know they're going to do that. That's the same. They're using the same fucking MO with the Glenn Dumpster shit. They did. They're going to use the same fucking MO yeah. for this season, too. You better believe. Because, see, we have to remember this shit has already been filmed. I and know. they thought they was motherfucking That's clever true. with that shit. Yep, that you're right about. You that. know, mm-hmm. it's so, already been. Yeah, done. so it's already been done. Mm-hmm. So get ready for it, people. Get ready, folks. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Simone. Thank you, Simone. Okay, our next feedback is from Lady Butterfly. Hey, Lady Butterfly. Hello, everyone. First things first, that episode of Westworld was great. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I would like to congratulate Sister K and myself on a job well done by peeping out Bernard. Yeah, y'all did. I was patting myself on the back when he said, what door? Yeah. You guys did, though. Y'all did good. I just thought it because of how Ford was acting with him. but Well, um, see, I didn't get it until that scene where he said, what door? Also, I just wanted to clarify my comment about Charlotte last week. Mm-hmm. Tessa, Tessa Thompson, a.k.a. Girl by the Pool. I don't think she is an android. I just thought she has a weird looking belly button. And <laughs> Oh, yeah. The, uh, Charlotte. I didn't even notice it, her belly button. Charlotte is the uh, corporate chick. Yes. That's what I call her, corporate chick. And while we're on the subject. She is cute. What did you ladies think of her power play scene with Teresa? I thought she did mm-hmm. an M- uh, a good job acting it, but her face is so damn cute. All I wanted to do was pinch her cheeks the entire time. I know she is so, really cute. Yeah, she is cute. So I didn't buy that she was intimidating at all. Mm-mm, not at all. I did. I did not th- find her intimidating at all. What I did find intimidating was Sandy Newton. Maeve was awesome. Mm-hmm. Her silent acting was on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes, she's my favorite character, actually. She is good. However, I find it hard to believe that in a tightly secured company like it, that, where in Dr. Ford's own words, I know everything that goes on. How come? No. Why come? Why come? No one noticed at Maeve's bulk apperception got that. Excuse me. Why come? No one noticed that Maeve's bulk apperception got maxed out. I'll tell you why. 
You and would think that there would be an alert going off mm-mm. when that happens. Mm-mm. And how come she doesn't get interviewed like the rest of the androids? Mm-hmm. i tell you why. Go ahead. Uh, the reason why is because, as, as you have seen, Maeve has skills beyond just her perception being off the charts. Those technicians that Spoiler did, alert. Oh. If you guys haven't watched it, go Those ahead. technicians, of which I like that one little Asian guy, by the way. He's really Felix, cute. That's Felix. That's what I'm saying. I like him. Yeah, too. I like Felix. But And Felix has feelings for her, too, see. But anyway, but the, uh, but... but the technician, trust me, that uh, when he upgraded her, as she asked him to do, you better believe she already knew where all the alarms and stuff were. And of course, they are disabled. It didn't. It doesn't seem odd to me at all that nobody has <laughs> noticed that because they are meaning the people who work in Westworld. They are accustomed to walking those posts around well, and stuff and being around them and stuff so i will say the one thing that i do question is you know obviously there's cameras everywhere but whenever they say clear the floor i'm thinking well somebody's still watching i'm sure but no no or no. you guys how are can missing they, it. how can how can they how can there are little bitty things about okay how can no one know that's going on Y'all missed the whole point. The whole point was when she's sitting there on that table the first time, and she's telling him, oh, you're going to do this. And Felix, well, not Felix, the other guy that she slices uh, him. Yeah, I can't remember his Whatever name. his name is. Anyway, he's inconsequential. But he is the one that raises the alarm, and he says, dang, oh, no, we can't do that. If we do that, you'll be better than us. Now, that says to me that she's got the same power that Ford got. And if you notice when she in the scene where Bernard is supposedly going through the motions with her and stuff, and she's supposed to be in that closed down mode. That's huh? another. Yeah. That's yeah. Another she wakes on up and she tells him, I'm not going to erase your memories yet, but you will be doing this. And I think she did something to Bernard. And just so you know, I don't think Bernard shot himself at all. Anyway. Yay! I hope not because I like him. He's my favorite character on that. Trust well, me, he did not. He's one of my faves. Maeve did something to him in that conversation. You better believe it. But Maeve so. has skills, though. She does. She mm-hmm. can tell them what to do. Yep. But I think Ford knows all this. I don't think so. I don't think he knows about Maeve. Not yet. I don't know how he can't know. Uh, Because I think she can mask it. Mm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. See, I think she can mask that shit. I don't know how he can't know because he knows everything that goes Uh, on. You watch. Anyway, so she goes on to say, how come she doesn't get interviewed like the rest of the androids? I know you ladies were saying how cute James Marsden is. He is. But I would like to add Rodrigo Santoro to the list. Hell yes. Oh, yes. Which one's he? He plays Hector Escaton and Carl from Love Actually and Xerxes from 300. And I would let him tie me up in a minute. I don't know who that is. Hector from Westworld. The the guy that may be kissing on. Oh, him. He's fucking fine. I didn't realize his name was Hector. Oh, Lord. Where the hell you be? Well, watching I don't show. pay attention. Anyway, she sent a picture of the actor. He is shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. Oh, he is 
all nice up. looking. Well, see, wait, we he all smooth and shiny. We ain't <laughs> talked about Hector Escaton, but in that very first episode, I was oh, yeah. or whatever if it was first or second, second. Um, I was already peeping his ass. Out. Oh yeah, and he's playing a villain too. And then in the other ep- what episode five or six, whichever mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. when she um is trying to get him to help her figure out mm-hmm. shit. I was like, okay, I'm like, I see mm-hmm. that door. He is like very it. nice looking. He is. But even in Westworld, though, he's she playing said, a villain, but he's real nice looking. Well, he's not really a villain. He's a host. Well. Spoiler alert. But he, he's supposed to be a Anyway, a so she says he can guy. tie me up in a minute. <laughs> anyway, that is my email for today. And I made this gift in honor of my two favorite shows right now, Game of Thrones and Westworld. She got a <laughs> gif of Hodor and what's that chick's name um, that was helping Bran? Anyway, she has a gif, a, a picture of Hodor saying Hodor and then her saying hold the door and then um, Bernard saying what door? <laughs> <laughs> what is that girl's name that I don't like? Isn't it? That was Mira. Uh, Mira. Mira. No, it's not Mira. It is too. It's M E E R A. Mira. Oh yeah, you're right. Mira. Okay. Yeah. I know my stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know what? Uh, I noticed that 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 whole email didn't have nothing to do with the book. <laughs> <laughs> That should tell you something right there. Go ahead on, Lady Butterfly. Wait, she's got wait, she's got a PS. Oh, a PS too. PS. The Walking Dead didn't make any sense. <laughs> okay, here we go. They could have used the RPG and blew up the uh the RPGs. Yeah. Oh, the uh rockets. Yeah. And blew up them saviors and Negan at the Blew them up. Daryl would have been okay. He has seven seasons worth of dirt and grime to protect him <laughs> from the explosion. He honestly probably wouldn't have minded sacrificing himself to kill those fools. Rick needs to take a leaf out of Tywin's book. Better to kill 30 at a dinner than tens of thousands in a battle. Just mm-hmm. saying. That's it for me this week. Thanks for entertaining me, ladies. Until next week, Lady Butterfly. <laughs> Thank you, Lady Butterfly. And you know what, though? She is certainly correct, though. They could have just lined up at the top of the fence and shot them all because they had a whole bunch of guns. They could have. I mean, they could have. Yeah. But when you, that's what fear do to you. Yeah. When you got people scared as shit, they're even scared That is to do true. That. That is true. And that's true throughout but see, all I, of his I would be scared, so scared of them that that'd be the first thing I'd think, oh, shit, I got to kill them. Well, mm. maybe in the zombie apocalypse, but, I mean, normally we probably wouldn't think that way. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we normally would think like that. No, not normal. You know, but after all the shit they done seen. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, okay. Our next <laughs> piece of feedback is from Jackie. Hey, Jackie. And her subject line is Negan's flabby ass. Ain't that the truth? Hi, Sister K and Sister J. Yay. It's so wonderful to have you ladies back. I can't even tell you. <laughs> here's my, sh- well, yeah, kind of back. Uh, <laughs> here's my short ass feedback. I know that I'm still doing penance for my last long ass <laughs> voicemail. 
Yes, you are, Miss Jackie. <laughs> Love you, ladies. And then let me play her voicemail. Okay. Hey, lovely sisters and fam. This is Jackie from Silicon Valley. Uh, just want to do a special shout out to Yam and Shalita for being our amazing correspondents. We're so, so, so lucky to have you ladies as yep. part of the family. Yes, that was are. an awesome episode. Um, at this point, in terms of The Walking Dead, I'm really just here so that I can be part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Don't really care so much this season anymore. Yeah. Eh, it's kind of lame, shitty mm-hmm. season. I agree. Um, I'm really also throwing my hat in for an actual Westworld podcast for me, ladies, because <laughs> that would be amazing. I think my only real feedback for The Walking Dead so far, uh, I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan really needs to fire his trainer, because yes. that fool is putting him on like a squats regimen mm. that... Uh, Adam Rodriguez used in Magic Mike because that shit is flabby. <laughs> that board member's weird belly button on Westworld because I think at this point Negan's ass is a straight up Annie. Like, ugh. Anyway, thanks again for an amazing season so far. Looking forward to hear your feedback on the latest episode. And thanks again for everything that you do. And of course, Nate says, Hey, sisters. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. Hey, hey Nate. Nate. <laughs> <laughs> you are the second person to mention her belly button. I did not notice her belly button from well, Westworld, the, the Tessa Thompson. Well, I mean. I don't remember I seeing it. I kind of saw. I'm going to have to go back and see it I now. I kind of saw it, but I mean, I didn't. I didn't even I didn't fixate notice. on it or nothing. Y'all you know be, what I mean? Y'all be observing. Y'all be fixating. <laughs> he does have an any, obviously. Something's going mm-hmm. on. Because I don't remember, but see, in all the other shows I've seen him in, I don't think anyone, any other show has focused on his as or his back view <laughs> as much as the damn Walking Dead. That's true. They are loving showing him from yeah. the back. But... Even showing him from the back was not as bad as showing him from the side profile. Then, <laughs> because then, then, then you get to see from his shoulder to his ankles, he is all the way straight down. Damn. I guess it's better to be concave than have extra. Oh, hell no. I don't know. No, I like my butt. Well, my side view ain't that great either, but I mean, shit. That's that's good. But I'm not on You have TV. a flat butt, too. <laughs> well, no, the side, you see all the tummy and you see all the other shit. So, <laughs> but I, yeah, I, it, this episode, though, I was more interested than, and the, um, the one with, uh, Ezekiel, mm-hmm. but that's only two out of what? Five, mm-hmm. four, whatever. So they're going to have to step it up, step it up for mm-hmm. us to stay interested. I think so. Cause people are, I mean, we all been watching this shit from the get. Mm-hmm. And now when you got people who've been watching you for seven seasons talking about, mm, we just not that interested. Y'all need to do something. Yeah. Do I mean, that better. is a problem. That's yeah. A problem. That's a problem. And you got people watching Cause you that long. Because if you've been watching it for seven years, that means you're going to keep watching it. Exactly. No matter how bad the shit gets because, because you are loyal to the show. Mm-hmm. But you guys ain't been loyal to us. Nope. So come on now. All right. Anyway. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. 
Okay, our next feedback is another voicemail, and this one is from Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hey, this is me, Joseph from Las Vegas. Um, let me start off by saying, where the fuck, the dusty fuck, is Jesus? Okay. Um, yeah. So I guess um, Maggie's at Hilltop because she, she was not in the entire episode, mm-hmm. the fourth episode of the season. Um, I was kind of surprised that it was a full, because I, I didn't DVR it. I didn't even, I just literally downloaded online the episode and it came off, came out as an hour. So I assumed it was a 90 minute episode. Yeah. Watching it with the commercials and such. That's pretty, that was quite a surprise. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with the whole Negan thing. Like I'm not buying it. Like it's just, mm-hmm. if, I did read the comics and he, comparing from what I have heard about the, the comic book Negan and the TV Negan, I probably would have probably preferred the comic book Negan versus mm-hmm. the TV. Um, and I'm just writing this right along with you guys. I, it's, it's getting, it's a little, it's kind of getting rough a little bit, but I hope but I don't think it's going to probably, probably be true that season eight will be the final season. Any, they just need to end it. They just yeah, need, but then obviously money talks. And sadly, <laughs> money doesn't necessarily mean good story. Um, that's pretty much it. This is the camera to hear this in the next podcast. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. And I agree. Yeah. They I mean, need to end it. They need to wrap it, it up. Needs to be wrapped. And we yeah. need to call it a day. You know what? But series, though, I think series who plan from the beginning and end strategy are the best series. Yeah. And not just let it drift on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like um, <clears throat> the one that I always use as an example is Banshee. That shit was so good. Yeah, you did use that last All time. the way up to the very last episode, though. I mean, it was so good. So, you know. Um, but, uh, no, but trust me, Negan's going to still be around at the finale. You uh, watch. Yeah. Yeah. He is. They're going to draw it out because they think they're as good as Game of Thrones and they're not. Mm-hmm. And that's the unfortunate thing. When yeah. you already, well, that's the one thing I think about our times too, since we do have the internet and we get all this information and we know when people sign contracts, mm-hmm. you can kind of predict when shit's going to happen. Yep. <clears throat> and that doesn't help us out any mm-hmm. knowing that these people are signed on for another year. knowing we know, well, then the story's going to have to go this way or go yeah. that way. Yeah. He's not going to die, you know. So it's just kind of the sign of the times anyway. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. Excuse me. Okay. Our next piece of feedback is from Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, sisters and nation. I'll start by saying that I would give this episode three out of five stars. Not the worst, but definitely not the best. As I watched it, I thought, oh my gosh, Rosita is finally getting a real storyline. And it isn't one that revolves around a love interest. Praise Jesus. (laughs) I absolutely loved when Dwight asked Rosita if she had found anything on her run with Spencer. And Rosita said, only your dead friends. Mm -hmm. I was rolling. Mm -hmm. Rosita is not the one. (laughs) I also like seeing Father Gabe step it up when he covered for Maggie. 
Although I wonder how that will play out when Matt, when Negan ev- inevitably finds out that she's still alive. I know. Now that's a good ass point. I know. Point. Yep. Because you know he's going to find out that she's alive. He's going to find out at some point. At some point. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that heartfelt convo between Rick and Michonne when he told her about Judith. But there were a whooping zero reasons for this episode to be 90 minutes long. Yep. Agreed. Negan talked his ass off for the first hour, literally. He is just, yes, he did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He is just so long-winded, and his rambling on and on has made him become more annoying than menacing to me at this exactly. point. Exactly. He should take a cue from the sisters next time and keep that shit short. Keep that shit short. <laughs> <laughs> As always, looking forward to the podcast, Vanessa from SoCal. Oh, thank you, Vanessa. Thank you, Vanessa. But you are certainly correct, though. He just do too much shitting and much grinning and talking. talking. It's like chit chat. Yeah, I don't like that. He's supposed to be the villain. Yes, you know, and villain don't like chit chat. I don't chit chat. It's like chit chat to fuck with people. That's what I'm and saying. It's okay to fuck with people, but you don't have to do it over and over and constantly. I know. And talking, talking, talking. They need to change talk. that shit. They need to mm. as a villain. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Thank it you, Vanessa. Thank you. Okay, our next feedback is from Roxy. Hey, Roxy. Hello, nation. It is election night. I'm here at work, and my office runs the elections in my city. Let's all take a drink. By the time the sisters read this email, it will be over. Thank goodness. <laughs> take a drink. Well, shit, that shows how long... Uh, uh, how, how behind we fucking are because that was the eighth <laughs> that was like a whole almost month ago <laughs> sorry peeps hey that's the way it go i really like this episode not because of daryl but because of dwight mm. we are finally getting his backstory why he what? ran away from the savior oh this must that, be no that that's a, that's a new one this is for that's episode for the next three one. no yeah. this is for episode three we're oh. on four uh uh i have a feeling Excuse me. Why he ran away from the saviors and why he stole Daryl's bike. I have a feeling that, um, spoiler, I won't say, and I don't read the comic, but you can see what's coming. Yep. Dwight isn't as bad as it appears. Even though he just met Daryl at the end of last season, he admires him and looks up to him. Hell, he's wearing Daryl's clothes. And in his own warped way, he is trying to keep Daryl from getting himself killed. Even though it was rough, the way he made Daryl deal with Glenn's death and actually grieve over it, yes, Daryl was holding it in after showing Daryl that picture and then playing crying. Yeah, I knew that Daryl was going to let it, let go and Dwight sitting outside waiting for it because he knew it was coming. Daryl does or did have a death wish over it. I agree with that. Almost done. What the fuck? Daryl is too smart to know that wasn't a, a trap that they set for him. Hmm. Leaving the door unlocked. Knigget, did I spell it right? <laughs> she says, Knigget, please. <laughs> I am already tired of Negan's speeches. <laughs> yeah, JDM has to have his scream time, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we haven't seen Tara and Heath since forever already, or Alexandria in four episodes. Mm-hmm. I just hope that Negan doesn't find out about Judith. I can see him taking her to make sure Rick and the entire community stays in line. 
Sorry, yeah. I try to keep this shit short. Until next episode, see you on the boards. Ah, thank you Roxy Roxy. now yes that was from episode 3 but that does relate to something I forgot to mention about this episode 4 about when they found that video camera Mm -hmm. of their video and you know there's a video of Carl holding Judith Mm -hmm. and I start thinking the same thing what if Negan finds out about baby Judith he's gonna know and snatch her up to keep somebody in line whether he snatches up baby Judith or not is 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 yet to be seen but he's going to see the videos yeah and he's going to know that baby Judith is there. Yeah. Yeah. He will. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering how that shit's going to play out. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be cute. It ain't going to be cute. Thank you, Roxy. Thank you, Roxy. Okay. Our next feedback is from Troy. Hey, Troy. Hey, Troy. Hey, Sister Nation. How Negan miss the baby if they search in the town up and down? <laughs> Troy. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> I love it, Troy. Short but you know what I mean? Sweet. That is a good point. I mean, that unless, is a good question. Unless somebody had her. See, I'm somewhere I don't know. But I mean, later we see her on the monitor. I mean, unless unless somebody else had her, like babysitter or something. And so, therefore, Negan doesn't know that's Rick's baby. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, see. But he'll know as soon as he watches that damn video. Yeah, he will. Damn. Well, hey. Damn. Let's break up. Mm. See, we, I thought the same thing, Troy, so mm-hmm. you're not alone. Okay, our next email is from Sir with Love. Hey, sir. How hey, you doing? Sir. Greetings, sisters, and Sister Speak Nation. I have to start by saying I don't even know how to feel or what to say about this episode. The only meaningful thought I can share is the world desolation. I mean, every turn of this episode made me lament, excuse me, made me lament the debollification of Rick and Dem throughout. (laughs) (laughs) And at the risk of getting too real for folk, I couldn't help but draw some analogies to the state of the nation. Mm. It's going to be a long, hard slog to get through this freaking era Mm. in this season of TV and the years to come. Take a long swig of the brown juice now. (laughs) all right best moment of the episode that goes to my girl michonne unceremoniously dropping that deer on the ground she did when negan directed alta to take it Mm -hmm. which might as well have been accompanied by sucking her teeth as if to say (laughs) negan please (laughs) yeah i mean because she gave him a side eye she did like now i can't even keep the damn deer i know it here are some quick questions for y'all so you can move on Sister J, are you cool with Rosarita? She definitely has her FU meter set on high with her eye roll game, which is one of the few highlights of resistance in Alexandria. Yeah, mm. well, I don't care. I don't care about Rosarita. I liked her. I mean, yeah. were you more outraged at nasty Dwight pouring out Rosita's water or the fact that these bastards burned the damn mattresses they took from Alexandria. They burned the fucking mattresses. The mattresses. That was fucked Jack, up. That, I mean, that was so was mean. Jack. That was so mean. Yep. Sister K, who do you think is more likely to get the honor of canceling Christmas for Negan when the time comes? Rick or Michonne? Michonne. I think... I think Rick will try, but it'd be no, nice. No, I think it's going to be Michonne, and I'll tell you why. It'd be... 
either Michonne or Maggie. I think it's going to be Michonne, just like Ooh, she. Or Sasha. That'd be Just better. like she got the governor. Sasha. I'd like Sasha to do it. But just like she got the governor. Giddy. Mm-hmm. What the heck? But it could be Sasha as retribution for Abraham. Yeah, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. What the heck is going on, Gabriel? Do you think he's back to his old brand of crazy? Or is he maybe laying in the cut and pretending he's harmless like Carol? I think he's... I think he's laying in the cut. Cut like Carol. Yep. Yeah, I, I think like so. he's harmless. Yeah, yeah. All smiles and shit. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. And wearing that collar like, hey, I'm a, I'm a minister. I won't do nothing to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Longing for the day that we see these saviors get a taste of that old school Rick and M flavor. <laughs> Always appreciate what you do. So please do keep it cool and pure, ladies. Till later, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good with they. I mean, you know, at least Rick and them need to kill off some of them. Somebody. You know, some of them. Something. Maybe they don't get Negan, but they need to kill off some of them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Please. First of all, Dwight. And second of all, that motherfucker that was messing with Enid. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Him, actually, he needs to go first. Yeah, that's true. Before he snatched it. Nah, no, nah, do I need to go first? Because he <laughs> fucking with Car- he fucking with Daryl well, and Rosarita. Oh, and that fool that was jacking with little baby Carl too. Oh yeah, him too. He need to go. Mm-hmm. He need to go. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Okay, our next uh, piece of feedback is from Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, sisters. This is Joe from Detroit. Hey. One of the best parts of The Walking Dead this season is your podcast and the nation. Yay. Keeping with the positive. I love the kingdom. Everything about it. The mm-hmm. hardworking community and how they are not a bunch of entitled rich folk that don't know how to survive. Cough, cough, Alexandria. <laughs> I love Shiva. I love Ezekiel. I love Jerry. I like how Morgan is no longer milk toast. Mm-hmm. I love and I'm in wonder. How the kingdom gives to Negan away from the community. More of them, please. <laughs> now, see, that's a good yes. Yeah. Because he worked it out that way, I guess. He did. I do think the show is splitting up mainstay favorites, Rick, Carol, Maggie, so that they can get everyone together to beat Negan's group. Of course. At least I hope so. By the way, Queen Sugar and y'all's podcast is amazing. Yeah. It's the only show I watch live. Yeah. Yes. I got to watch for Queen Sugar. We're behind on that too, but we getting caught up. Yep. Thanks for being my source of joy and comfort this post-election. Not much made me laugh out loud, but you ladies did. Yay. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. <sighs> yeah, we like Queen Sugar too. Love Queen Sugar, mm-hmm. and we are gonna get caught up on that too. Yes, mm-hmm. hopefully um, in the next few days. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Double D. Hey, Double D. Hey, Double D. Hello, sisters and family. Double D from Joplin, Missouri. <laughs> First of all, I like to thank you for the birthday wishes. Yay. I am a Scorpion and I am the leader of the Zeros. That's right. That's Z Nation reference. Mm-hmm. A side note for Z Nation. The very first episode, Hammond, who was only in one episode. Yeah, I didn't like that part. Mm. Told Warren that the that he met the sh- a sheriff and survivors back at a prison. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Oh, that's a that good one. He met one. a sheriff and survivors back at a prison. 
Enough of that. Now let's get started. You know what? Huh. I remember that. But I'm going to go, go back. back and look at the first episode. That would be funny. That's, that's something that good. would do. Yeah. That'd that's, be good. That's something they would do. Um, now let's get started. Episode three. Dwight's motorcycle rim was fucked the hell up, and I don't know what he hit. I know. So that's what I was saying. I know. How did he break it like that just from falling over? Mm-hmm. I'm on easy street. I'll kill Gimple with a sheet. I'll break out the good champagne while I stick a pitchfork in my brain. If I had to hear that song one more I time. I know. That was so damn yeah, that annoying. Was annoying. Mm-hmm. Episode four. Little pig, little pig, let me in. Now we have an, opos- an opossum Ricky with a crazy town Rick on the back burner. I hope Gabriel hid some guns in Maggie's grave. <gasps> see, that's what I was Ooh. wondering. But if, see, I was but that wondering. that would be on the inventory. If they didn't have an inventory, though. Oh. See, I was wondering if they had. You hit, need one of them rocket launchers. If they had hid some food or something in there. I didn't even think about them hiding something in it. Yeah. I would be so smart. I did because, you know, they're lucky he didn't try to dig that shit up. Uh, As Porky Pig would say, that's all, folks. (laughs) Until next time, Sister Speak Nation. Hey, Rick, that's, uh, excuse me. Hey, Rick, how's that feel? Me sticking my dick in your mouth and you thanking me for it. Ew. I know. Negan, see, he needs to quit all that. Yeah, he needs to quit all that. Mm -hmm. Double D. P.S. Everyone in the real world is blaming Rick and Maggie for the Negan shit, but it's actually Eugene's lie about Washington to begin with that got everyone up north in the first place. True. See, that's what. True. Was you that was saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that True. is how they even got that mm-hmm. far. But honestly, they needed to get out of. Well, Atlanta. but they might have went just straight across to like California or something. Mm. Never know. Anyway, thank you, Double D. Thank you, Double D. That is a good point. <laughs> That's a good point, though. That's a very good point. See, but I am going to go back and look at because uh, I do watch Z Nation. Like I don't watch it faithfully, but I do watch it uh, like you, almost consistently. You binge it. Yeah, I kind of binge it, but but I do like it though. Mm. But I'm gonna go back and watch the, that first episode and see I if that too. reference is there. I am too. That's too. awesome though. That would be. <laughs> I like that they do little stuff like that. I love that puppies and kittens, puppies and kittens. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, our next email is from Joanne from NYC. Hey, Joanne. Hi, sisters. Which show are we watching again? <laughs> ah, yes. Westworld. Mm-hmm. What a great episode last week. <laughs> oh, wait. It's The Walking Dead, right? <laughs> Oops. I haven't seen it since the Tiger debut. Ooh. Anyhow, I have no commentary to give, but I will share the following pics of the insanely hot real Dario for your visual pre- pleasure. I'm sure this Dario would have been on Danny's ship. Have an amazing pre-Thanksgiving weekend. Joanne from NYC. Let's see. Woo! Our Bucky. Hello. Damn, he look good. He's cute, though. He is cute. I don't care if he do have little buck teeth. He's a really cute guy. Y'all forget that conversation. That's why I liked him. Yeah, that's true. he was too cute. With the bucky teeth? Without the buck teeth, he'd be too cute. Yeah. Like, too classically handsome. He is really nice looking guy. character. Yeah. I like Bucky. I wish he was back. 
well, like she said, this Bucky, she would have invited back to Westeros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. <laughs> Ooh. We need to post that in our uh, Facebook group or funny. something. That picture was good. Fine. Mm. Yeah, we remind me. I always forget to do that when okay. we say yeah. we talk about it, but we also because I to think our our family would love that picture. Hector Hescaton. That's mm-hmm. the one we need to put in there. Oh yeah, that one too. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So our next feedback is from Sister Tip Tip. Hey, Sister Tip Tip, where you been? Hey, ladies and fam. You mean to tell me that we're about to be forced to watch another Reek storyline through Daryl? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I noticed it during last week's episode with the whole, your your name is Toby routine. Mm -hmm. But even more so this week, when Negan tried to allow Daryl to plead his case to stay in Alexandria, and we got nothing but a shot of Daryl cowering. Mm -hmm. All I can do is hope he's faking, but I'm not sure either way. All I know is that as far as I'm concerned, this is the second time I'm aware of the Walking Dead writers remixing something from Game of Thrones. Oh, absolutely. Talk to y'all later. Sister Tip Tip. Thank you, Sister Tip Tip. Thank you, Sister Tip Tip. Oh, believe you me. They are trying to copy Game of Thrones so bad. But but, uh, in my opinion, Sister Tip Tip, I think Daryl is... uh, Fooling. I do not believe he is actually broken. I no, I, I just I don't, don't believe it. He's just, at, uh, you know, acting a little more, uh, less assertive, not demure, but just less assertive than he would be. Cause he's waiting for his opportunity. Mm-hmm. But no, he is not cowering as at evidence, all. As evidence, because he didn't say his name was Negan. No, he said, Daryl. He, he said, said what's your name? Daryl. And that tells you his ass ain't broke yet. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, a good point for in Daryl's favor is that Negan respects that, though. See, well, I mean, he wants to break him. That's true, but he respects that. He he does. I don't know if he respects it, but he's dealing <laughs> with it at the moment. <laughs> oh, thank you, Sister Tip Tip. Thank you, Sister Tip Tip. Okay, our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Uh. Her subject line is service, a.k.a. the women have run out of fucks to give. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, sisters. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, hey, sisters. Thank you so much for last week. Had a ball chatting with you guys and Yam about The Walking Dead and Westworld. Yay. Yes, we love that. That, that was, was so good. Fun. That was good. Here's my vote now that the sisters need to do a Westworld podcast next <laughs> season. And you were so right about that theory, Sister K. You, you That's was. That's the only thing you I've been was. right about. Everything else I've, I have been yeah, but, off. But, I mean, you know, I will give you some props on that one because you peeped it out way before Thank anybody you. else. Thank you. <laughs> mm. I got a prop from that. <laughs> That's a rare ass thing. Yeah, don't let it go to your head. Uh-huh. I <laughs> Here's my feedback for this week's episode. Okay. Uh, and she sent us a voicemail. So let me play that. Okay. Hey sisters, it's Shalita from Philly. It's my feedback for the Walking Dead service. So Negan is a petty <laughs> ass bully. <laughs> really? The mattresses? Was that really necessary? Yeah. yeah. I don't think so. Mm. But let's see. So 
I'm hoping Michonne did hide some guns and she just ain't telling Rick because quite frankly, Rick ain't in the frame of mind to hear that right now. But they oh, need some weapons. That's a thought. Clearly, you know, Michonne and Rosita and Carl are going to be the ones leading that rebellion because Rick yeah. is just trying to keep everybody alive, which I admire that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he's trying to make sure everybody's safe. Yep. But man, somebody got to stop this whole burning damn mattresses. Damn. Thank you. And then Spencer. Spencer ain't never getting with Rosita ever again because she's about to knock him outside. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was a good episode. I think it was one of the best of the season so far because I, I was really tension filled and I was like, oh crap, he's about to kill Olivia kind of thing. I know, you I know. know. Damn, Spencer. But it was good. It was good. It was nice seeing everybody see what they're doing. And then Carl, man, I don't know if you've ever seen the comics. I haven't read this far in the comics, but the panel for this scene from the comics is priceless with Carl and Negan and Carl is still a little bit ba- like literally little baby Carl in the comics and it is precious his little self standing up to this man but anyway mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the next episode to find out what Maggie and Sasha are doing clearly Ina is like enough of this mess I'm out <laughs> and that's about it yeah um, when it ended with let's see I love Michonne and I love that when Negan was like take the deer she gave him this Fuck you. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Thanks, sisters. Bye. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. I love that part, too. You are so right. She she dropped that deer and she looked at him like, fuck you. (laughs) No, she was like, fuck Fuck you. you. (laughs) I'm not handing it to you. You don't have to come pick this shit up. Yeah, come pick this shit up off the ground. Mm and then she she gave him the side eye and turned her back and walked yep, away she did but he liked that though see I, whatever mm-hmm. i guess he did he did shalita also said the only thing i left out was dwight ain't shit Mm-mm. he never was shit and he ain't never gonna be shit nope. <laughs> pouring out the damn water i, know. I can't wait for rosita to kill his punk ass i mean that was just so petty yes oh man until next time shalita P.S. Sorry, Sister J, but I kind of want your feelings on this. Do you think Carl has put it together that Rick ain't Judith's biological daddy? Yes. Ooh. I think so. I don't know if Carl would know oh, that. Oh, yes. I think Carl knows little, He was little when all that shit Carl happened. ain't stupid. I didn't say he was stupid. No, no, no. But what, what I mean by that is Carl is worldly. Yeah. And now that he's a teen and understands more things, he has put together. But, you know, that's still his little baby sister. But he has put together, yeah, this probably Shane's. Shane's probably her daddy. I don't know that he would even yeah, know that. Yeah, I think so. He knows what his. Honestly. He knows his mama and Shane was awful close. He know that. Yeah. I don't know, Shalita, if he would even have remembered that back then because he I was believe it. small I believe unless it. he overhears this conversation i don't know how he would ever even have fathom that i think we're probably going to have another random conversation in some episode where carl makes that known mm. yeah mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know about that anyway my opinion is yes Shalita. you know because <laughs> <laughs> carl was real close to shane until Shane got mean. Until Shane, yeah, thank you. You know, but mm, I mean, crazy. otherwise, but had Rick not not survived to come back, then Carl would have still been with Shane. Yep, they so, sure would have been. You know, hey, mm-hmm. he ain't stupid. Show would have been. All right. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Okay. And our last 
email of the episode is from Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. I actually really like this episode, but they could have shot Negan through the gate and been done with it. Mm, That's what Mm. a lot of people are saying. That's true. I felt so bad for Enid when she had to beg that nasty looking man for her balloons. (laughs) I know it. Because they reminded her of Glenn. Mm -hmm. Fuck that guy. I hope he gets Beth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he gonna get something. Mm -hmm. Negan can take my mattress all he wants. I like sleeping on the floor, so it wouldn't bother me one bit. The harder the surface, the better. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no, Hell Jeff. no. Damn. I need a pillow top on top of the pillow what top. What kind of back you got? <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point. My back wouldn't take that Ooh, shit. honey. I wouldn't be able to get off the floor. Spencer sure is cute, and he actually has a backside. Unlike a certain bat-wielding silver daddy. But he he got on my shit list when he almost got Pauline. Mm -hmm. I mean, Olivia killed. Yeah. (laughs) I like her character and Negan didn't need to make that fat comment. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jeff. I know. That's what I'm saying. That was kind of mean. That was fucked up. But that's what he meant to do, though. You know, he likes to shame people and shit. She didn't even hear it. He waited till she left to say it. Mm. He said to Rick. Well, that's it for me. Thank you, ladies, for the great podcast and for making me laugh. Mm-hmm. Sir Jeff Grimes of House Baelish. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Oh, he has a P.S. Where the fuck is Tara and Heath? They mm-hmm. must be on the longest fucking two-week outing ever. Absolutely. Or maybe just dead. Mm-hmm. Nah. Nah. I think we'll see him. Well, we already know because mm-hmm. we uh, are late. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at this point, we were saying, okay, where are the other people? This has only been two fucking weeks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. You know. So, anyway, thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. And I just want to say, Jeff, that I love your glasses in your picture. Oh, I know. On Facebook. I you love your glasses. Yeah. I like those glasses. Mm. I want those glasses, Jeff. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't. I don't think that, that would look, look good on me. Mm. It might be a little too big though, because my mm. face is kind of small. But I don't know about that. I really like those glasses, Jeff. Anyway, thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and since we are doing a double feature, yay! Let's take a commercial break. Okay, get cool. us a little sip, sip before we keep going. Let me let me replenish my adult beverage. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Okay, so let's get into episode number five titled Go Get Us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this one I didn't think was too bad of an episode. It was okay, but it was too damn long. Well, it was too damn long. And then I didn't mind. I got it. the same complaint. Once Negan gets there, all that shit. Negan don't and... never, he's never there. Yeah, he does. No, he doesn't. It's the other dude. Negan don't never oh, come. Yeah, it's that other dude. Simon. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so we start out with Maggie waking up. And I was already irritated. Let me tell you why. Uh Uh-oh. I don't like this damn boy cut she got. I don't like that. She's been done had this haircut. But for some reason, it just irritated me. Oh, Lord. It's just... That's the least of the problems with this show, is her hair. Anyway... She wakes up, so... She's supposed to look rough. Shit, she just got over cramping. Her husband been, been had his bed bashed in. And she too. And they, that, that's why they had her looking rough and greasy and shit. 
<laughs> well, she wasn't quite Daryl rough, but she's getting no, there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ain't nobody going to be that damn rough. <laughs> they got him to the nth degree nasty. <sighs> anyway, so her and Sasha. Uh, but she's no, she's, up. yeah, she's waking up and the doctor's there. He's like, oh, great, you're up. So she obviously been out for a minute. Uh-huh. Or a couple days. The only good thing about it is we see Jesus. <laughs> Not yet, Sister J. Well, almost. No. Damn. We ain't got to go itty, itty by itty, itty bitty. No, but this is key. We're at the, at right. the very fucking beginning. It's key. She ain't lost a baby. She sure is awful thin for them to know that. What? You don't start showing till like three months. Mm. Two, three months. Mm. Anyway. Sister J, see, your ass is so damn old. You don't even remember. <laughs> Yes, and the I baby, do. you can tell the baby is is yeah. formed in two, three months, yes, but you I don't did. start showing out your stomach I did until then. It depends on your size. Exactly. Because I was wearing maternity clothes at two months. But some people don't because the baby ain't that damn big. Mm-hmm. It's different for everybody. Anyway, then we see the food Gregory also. Damn, Sister Jay, can I finish what I was going to say? <laughs> Hurry up! No! She's asking if the baby's okay. She's he's like, Yes, but you need to stay here. You need to stay here until the baby is born so I can look after you. And you don't need to be taxing yourself. You need to rest. Because the placenta is coming away from the wall of her uterus. So it means the baby ain't gonna get nourished and breathe and all that shit. So that's a key theme throughout this whole episode is them trying to stay at the hilltop. And my only thought throughout this whole motherfucker is, okay, but what's going to happen mm-hmm. when Negan finds out her ass ain't dead? He's going to find out at some point her ass ain't dead. Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move I forward. Don't get, I don't get how, I mean, she don't know that they said that she was dead. But oh, she at might. some point, no, she don't know. No, she ain't been back over there, and obviously ain't nobody been back over to the hilltop either. Mm-hmm. But, but still, how are they gonna keep that shit to the, anyway? So she leaves doctor, and there's Sasha, which I was happy to see Sasha. Yeah, well, Sasha said she would know. Yeah, go with her. And, and the stuff. first thing Maggie say is, "Where is he at? Where are they at? Theory. Yeah." And so Sasha's done buried him and abraham and you know sasha gives her glenn's watch she said i found it in his pocket so she she got the watch which is a good thing yeah and so she lays it on glenn's um grave which you know is important later but you know it's part here comes jesus bringing some flowers so that was good and he's kind of talking all kind of fucking conversation but go ahead and he's kind of talking to him you know Sasha's mentioning what the doctor says that, you know, she needs rest, blah, blah. You're going to stay here. And then here comes Gregory's. Go ahead. Talk about y'all got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, Jesus is telling him, no, they can't go. She's pregnant. She got to be resting up and stuff. And Gregory is adamant about, no, y'all got to go. Well, he's saying, which is true, once they find out. We was working with y'all. That's mm-hmm. it. If I if y'all leave before they get back, then I can deny that I even knew who the hell you were. Exactly. Because I mean, on his information though, uh, yeah, that's why they went over there and killed a lot of people in their sleep. Yep. 
So it don't take a rocket scientist for Negan to figure that out. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You also skip where Jesus had put flowers on their graves. And then also had, he is the one that put them flowers in Maggie's next to her bed in the doctor's office. Okay. So, you know, I'm just irritated when I see Jesus anyway, because as stealthy as his ass is, we said this before, he ain't done no kind of reconnaissance. He ain't helped nobody's (laughs) ass out. We talked about that before. Yeah, we did. He ain't helped nobody (laughs) do shit. And yet, and still, he's doing all this jaw jacking throughout the whole episode. Mm -hmm. Gregory, they need to stay. Gregory, we need to do this. Gregory, we need to do that. I'm like, well, damn. Jesus, you ain't done nothing. Up to this point, you've been scarce. He has been. Anywho. So Sasha. They haven't shown him yet. I mean, you know. Maybe he's been out scrummaging or something. Yeah, he ain't. So (laughs) he might be, but you know. I doubt it. Anyway. Sasha's telling, or excuse me, um, Maggie's telling Sasha what the doctor said about we need to stay put. Mm-hmm. And Sasha says, well, then we'll stay. Mm-hmm. She's basically just telling her, he says, I need to stay here. And Sasha's like, oh, no, we staying. Yeah, we staying. I'm staying with you. Yeah. Make sure you are okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. So then Gregory, he does come, tells them, you got to go. You got to get the hell up out of here. Then he gets all salty in the fact that they done buried the two people. Well, yeah, because, you know. When Negan and his group, uh, and we know that they go and check everywhere. No, that ain't what he worried about. He says, we burn our dead. We don't bury them. Mm-hmm. And so Maggie says, well, then what do you have to remember them by if you don't have a grave? He's like, us. But this is the point. Because Negan and them, they, they take everything. They check everything. They would have noticed, especially if it's their practice that they burn their dead folk. They would have noticed two graves. And fresh, too. Because, you know, it take a while for, for that dirt to pack all down. They would have been asking, well, who, who that? I don't think they would care. Yeah, well. You know and he, what? that's he, not he his point. Know. The point is, which comes up later, <clears throat> is he says, us, we are the ones that remember them. Mm-hmm. Because then Maggie uses that line later. He ain't caring. He don't even, you know, he's saying, okay, uh. Melinda, Marsha, whatever the hell. He's still calling her out her name. He don't even know who Sasha is. Boy, he's never met her before. No. But he he calling everybody off off names. (laughs) He acting like, well, I don't know. I can't keep up with everybody. Mm -hmm. I've been stabbed too, you know, Jesus. (laughs) 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 So he and Jesus are like, look, it's getting ready to be dark. We cannot sit. Jesus is is getting a tad bit Daryl dirty. I mean, he's looking a tad bit Daryl dirty. I, I don't think he looks dirty at all. Uh-huh. His no. hair looked a little dirty. No. Anywho, he's telling Gregory, look, they can't, it's not safe for them to leave now. It's almost dark. And so um, Gregory says, okay, I'll be, I'm a nice person. You can stay until tomorrow. Yeah, you can stay tonight. And then you got to go. So then the next time we see them, Jesus, it, well, let's, and well, we'll save the all, other part. He's we'll, telling Gregory, okay, look. Fine, I'll take them back tomorrow. I'll take them back. And so Gregory's, uh, um, you know, placated and everything. So he finally walks on off. And uh, But Jesus does tell him, look, I'll talk to him. I'll work on it. Before we get on to the rest of it, then we have this scene of Rick, um, Carl, Michonne, and Aaron. 
and Rick's trying to talk Carl to come with them to scavenge for Negan. Mm-hmm. And Carl's um, trying to play darts. Of course, he's missing the board. I think it's supposed to be like some kind of physical <laughs> therapy. I, I was cracking up on that scene. <laughs> Poor little thing. That shit ain't funny, Sister J. <laughs> he only got the one eye. So anyhow, so he's saying... He he's not. He don't want to go. I don't know why Rick was really wanting him to go so much. Because he wanted to. He wanted him to be there. He wanted Car- little baby Carl to be with him. Yeah, but Judith can't. So well, but uh, Judith so Carl, people, people look, look after well, her. Well, Carl Olivia is like well. somebody's got to look after her. And and Rick says, "Well, there's other people here to do that." I'm thinking, "Well, damn, Rick, wouldn't you rather have Carl there?" Well, Somewhat safe. No, he wants Carl with him. Anywho, because he don't want nothing happen to Carl. 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 <laughs> he cracked me up with Carl. That. Carl. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> so him and Aaron get ready to leave, and Aaron, of course, tells him, "I'll wait for you downstairs." Mm-hmm. So then he hands Michonne this walkie-talkie and says, "If you change your mind, we're going north." Because I guess he wants her to go too. She said she ain't gone. She said, I'm not gone. So he says, okay, well then I'll see you later. And he goes to kiss her on the cheek and she grabs his face. And of course she kissed him on the lips mm-hmm. and they kind of bump foreheads for a second. And then he leaves. He, he goes on. So then I was thinking, well, Hey, why didn't you go? And Carl asked her the same question. Uh, why didn't you go with my dad? She's like, I got some things to work out. Yeah. I got some stuff to work. Mm-hmm. I got some stuff to do. Because I tell you why, oh, baby yeah. Carl. We know. Because she don't want to do that shit. No, she ain't foraging. For she Negan. ain't foraging for Negan's punk she ass. She a whole motherfucking deer. <laughs> <laughs> she dropped that. Remember last episode? Yeah. She dropped that suck on the She ground. said, look, I ain't spending all my time foraging for this motherfucker. But she intended to go and hunt for him. Right. See. So. We kind of knew that, though. So anyway, so, uh, Carl's like, well, but you don't believe him. Do you, you know, you don't think we should even do that. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to say it. Exactly. You don't, you don't even believe my dad. You don't think this is going to help either. She's like, well, even if I don't, I, even if I don't think he's right, I don't know. Mm-hmm. As she's packing up her bag. Yeah. And then she, she tells him, uh, change your bandage at least once and then be nice to Olivia mm-hmm. and I'm like oh okay well because Olivia is going to be watching the baby she, not only is she watching the baby but she just went through some trauma herself with oh. that damn nigga <laughs> you know Anywho, almost getting killed and stuff mm-hmm. so then Michonne leaves so she's out on her own little mission mm-hmm. So then Carl's looking after her and he see he see, you could tell he sees something. So he goes mm-hmm. outside and it's Enid getting ready to leave with her little makeshift ladder thing that she does on the mm-hmm. in the side of the wall. So he's he runs out there and it's like, Where are you going? She's like, Look, I want to go see if Maggie's okay. Because yeah. we don't know. And yeah. that's how we know they nobody got no word yeah, whether she's okay or not. I need to go see no Maggie. Mm-hmm. He's like and then he tells her, Look, I'm not saving you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. I said, oh, that was funny. Oh, that little girl been surviving way longer than you've been there. Thank you. And he talking about I'm not gonna save you no more. Oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. And she so she gets mad. Him, no, no, she gets mad. She's like, oh, is that what that was in the armory when he locked her up in the armory? Mm-hmm. 
And she says, well, I'm sorry you had to see that. And he says, I'm not. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, not. And then mm-hmm. she, she leaves. Well, she was trying to, wasn't this a conversation where she was trying to say, look, I should have been there too. That's later on when oh, they're, okay. when they're walking. She was mm-hmm. just salty that he locked her ass up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, so then if we go back to, uh, now what I didn't understand was the timeline. Cause obviously, well, after we see this scene with Colin and uh, Enid, we go back to Hilltop and then we get a whole bunch of scenes at Hilltop where it looks, it goes through the nighttime and then the next day. And I'm thinking, does that mean that Carlin and Enid have been out there all night and all day? I don't think so. I think Carl, I don't think Carl went until the next day. See, and I didn't get this, get the timeline straight mm-hmm. based on how they mm-hmm. did it. But I was thinking, shit, if Carl had been gone, all night and all day, wouldn't somebody have been looking for they his ass? I don't think Michonne would have been gone no. overnight somewhere out, out somewhere. Anyway, that was my only thing about this episode. I was like, okay, wait. Well, I because the way they put it together is they intersperse it. But, but I, I took it like it was the next day, simply because at Hilltop, we know that they st- stayed the night. Exactly. Because some so, shit kicks off. Yeah. So, so. I just took it like by the time Carl went looking for her, because Carl had a car, then it was the next day. Hmm. That's what I thought. I thought it was the same. Well, maybe they, so. maybe she didn't leave till the next day, but they didn't make that shit clear. Well, they, they don't make a lot of shit clear. Think, hello. You ain't never lie on that one. Anyway, so we go back to Hilltop and uh, Jesus, I was about to say Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, why. I don't know either. Because I don't hear this. Nobody named Jesus around. It's always mm. Jesus. But anyway, Jesus is setting them up in this little trailer. He's like, well, let me, you know, why don't you let me set you up in the big house? She's like, oh, pff. she just looked at him like, fool. No, I, don't I ain't sleeping where that fool is. Mm. She's telling him, you need to talk to, you need to talk to Gregory and get this worked out. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, but things are, you know, he's the leader and he ain't the best. She's like, well, then why ain't you leading in? He's like, well, that's not what I do. She's like, well, somebody needs to talk to him. Cause she can't be leaving. So while they're talking, he gives her Abraham's necklace that Rosita gave yeah. Abraham. He's like, well, he left it here. So she kind of looks sad, kind of shifts the conversation a little bit. And then Maggie comes in and he's, you know, telling her he put some clothes out for her and blah, blah, blah. And she's asking him, why don't y'all burn your dad? Mm-hmm. And this is when he, um, oh, you know what? Gregory didn't say that shit. This, hey, Sue says it. Mm-hmm. This is when he says, um, well, we don't need, you know, we just burn them because we don't need remembrance of them. We are the ones that remember them. Okay. So, well, anywho, whatevs. Yeah. He leaves. They sleep. They wake up in the middle of the night for this loud ass symphony music playing. Mm-hmm. They look out the window. There's a car, the gates are open. There's walkers walking in and there's this car in the middle of the courtyard playing this damn music. They can't get out the door. They've been locked in. They can't get out the window. They've been, they've been, uh, rigged up to be locked. Mm-hmm. They're like, how we got to turn that shit off. But you know what? That wasn't the most disturbing thing to me. Cause you know, it, it, this is that kind of story. So you knew Sasha or somebody was going to be climbing out on the roof and blah, blah, blah. What was the most disturbing to me is that motherfucking car had gates and locks on it 
all around yes. the windows and the grills and stuff. So you couldn't even break it. You couldn't break no windows. You couldn't break nothing to get it, to get that no. off. They didn't that want is so mean. They didn't want them to break that well, shit out that because when Sasha finally gets out there, there's a what do you call them things? Them hitch things mm-hmm. with a with a middle finger in it. Yeah, like fuck y'all. I mm-hmm. know. So but the point is, we have not seen. I mean, we've seen. We've had other scenes in other. Uh, 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 seasons where somebody was, you know, they're trying to get the walkers to, to go to a specific place or be a specific place so they honk the horn and that kind of stuff. Right. But this was just so, I don't know, it was just so disturbing to me because that whole vehicle, they took time to rig up the vehicle uh-huh. and put locks on it. Of course. So you couldn't even bust What I didn't get at first was, okay, why do they do it? And where were they? I kept looking for them, the saviors. Yeah. Now I seen the walkers. I'm like, okay, if Maggie's running out there or Sasha's running out there, they going to see they there. Yeah, of course. That, of course. That's what you think. But that was a little test, test I, thing mm-hmm, to see what they, you mm. know, if they would survive. Mm-hmm. So, so mean. Sasha climbs up over the roof. She tells Maggie just to rest. She ain't supposed to be doing all that. She she gets down there with her knife and starts killing up walkers trying to get to the car. Then Maggie gets up on the roof and then she sees hey she sees Jesus over on the balcony and she's telling him we need to get that gate closed. So he dispatches some people to try to do that and then she says, "Look, Sasha's down there by herself. Help her." Mm-hmm. So he goes down, and starts karate chopping it. That was pretty cool to see him. Yeah. Uh, fighting I and mean, shit. Jesus can fight now. We know he can fight. That's what I'm saying. And I mean, we know Jesus is stealth. So why they don't use him more, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Shit. shit. Anyway. So Sasha's trying to get the, the car open. Of that course, she can't. That was a good disturbing scene, though. That was a good disturbing scene. And uh, then they had the bonfires going, too. Right. So in several areas. She's and trying, we already know that fire draws them damn walkers. She's trying to get the car doors in the back open and can't open it. Jesus comes up on her and he's like, well, I can't get it open either. They hear a loud ass noise. They turn around and Maggie is backing up this big <laughs> ass tractor trailer tractor that hauls it's shit. One them, it's one of the backhoe things or something. And she is running over walkers, which was good. That was a good scene. Yeah. That was and good. on top of that, she is running over this car to she get the daggum music to stop. But wait a minute. But did you notice she even had to back it up a little bit to get that thing uh, uh, to crush that that a uh, horn? Yeah, so she rolled over it, but then she had to back up a little bit because it was still going. She was backing up the whole time. Mm-hmm. That was good. That though. was a good scene. That was a good scene. That was a good scene because she was raised on a farm, so she wouldn't know how yeah, to do see, it. See, and, and and it made perfect sense. It did. It made perfect mm-hmm. sense that she would go do that. Yeah, I like that mm-hmm. scene. I liked it. Oh, and then they show Gregory's old punk ass. He looks out what the window at what's going on from the safety of the house. Yeah. And when he sees what's going on, he backs up. Like, yeah. he ain't going out there to help do shit. He's good for nothing. Nothing. Just like that damn Tobin in Alexandria. Thank you. Big shit. ass fool. Big ass fool ain't doing Gregory's nothing. Gregory's a big ass fool. He could be out there. Percy. Mm. I, I still call him Percy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. God. So, that yeah. That's a good scene. Yeah, he, he's a punk ass. He's punk. Punk. 
So, of course, ain't, and then ain't no other townspeople out there, but I feel like, cause they're, they were locked in, that maybe they locked the rest of them in, into the, uh, their little trailers or whatever. I don't think so. I think the reason why nobody went out there, and that's because they're, they're like Alexandria. They're some punk ass bitches. Well. You know, they're not used to that. They don't fight back or nothing. They, they what? Serve. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I think why lock in just one trailer? They would have locked all of them, yeah, I think. Maybe. I think. Anyway. So, uh, the next day, hey, sit. Fuck, why I keep saying that? I don't know. Jesus um, is telling Gregory, look, they helped us out. They need to stay now. And he's telling him, I don't care what they did for us. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you very much. The eyes has got to go. Mm-hmm. They ain't staying. I don't care. No, they got to go. So then Maggie and Sasha come in and he's like, oh, I was just going to have Mrs. Whoever go get y'all a jar of such and such preserves from our cellar just for thanks for y'all helping out last night. But uh, it's time for y'all to go. Uh And Sasha's like, no, no, we're not going. We can work this out. Let us know. How can we work this out? He's like, there is no way to work this out. And he starts looking at her. He's like, well, hmm. Maybe you and me need to go talk somewhere private to talk about how we could work this out. And she gave him a look like. And Maggie please. says, screw you. He's like, what? Oh, you thought I was going to talk about something else? No, that's not it. Well, On that- second thought, you don't need any of our raspberry preserves. Mm-hmm. Y'all just need to go. Well, the important part of that scene was not what Gregory said. It was the look on Sasha's face, like, mm. man, please. <laughs> so right when he's telling them all that, they hear trucks. Mm-hmm. And they see the saviors coming in the coming. gate. And he's getting frantic. He's like, oh, shit. Hide him. Hide him in the closet. Put him in the closet. And we might just make this, make it out alive today. Mm-hmm. So Jesus goes and ushers them somewhere. And he goes. Jesus. Fuck, Jesus, excuse me. And he goes out to meet Simon and a shit ton, and I mean a shit ton of saviors. There was a lot of them. A lot. Now, this is a thing that I didn't quite get. Seeing how Hilltop already knew about the saviors and vice versa, which means that they've already shared half they shit with them. How come... Why come? Why come? Why come? All of them saviors was going over that whole town like they did like Alexandria, taking half shit, taking pictures off the wall and this and this and that. Hadn't they been there before? I'm going to tell you why. Okay, why? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they have been there before, but remember back when Rick was there, they had sent their people to go take shit to Negan. Okay. And the last time they did that, obviously, they didn't take half the shit they were supposed to take. Because remember that big motherfucker came back talking about was the load light because they they kept up my brother because they wanted me to give you a message to Gregory about making this load light. And that's when he got stabbed. I remember that now. So I think this is the first time they maybe had a chance because right after that is when Rick went Yeah, and they went and did their Mm -hmm. shit. So I think right after that, they ain't had a chance to come back. They said, Oh, we come back because they know Mm -hmm. 
they did some shit because he came in talking about uh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh the people you used to deal with they gone so i think that's why he brought a whole bunch of motherfuckers with him well i just uh well, well i mean uh, uh i i didn't have a problem with the the quantity of people because after after uh rick's group killed those others at, at that station in their sleep or something uh, it looks like to me that they travel in big old packs now you know <laughs> no really that's the way i took it they they all travel in big old packs now see to outnumber everybody but it just seemed to me that, you know, they dare to get half the produce and stuff, but hey, they taking half of everything. Right. They do that furniture, every week. Everything. Yeah. Well, damn. If you taking half the furniture stuff every other week, there ain't no. going to be nothing for you to share. Uh, they weren't trying to take half the furniture and shit before, but he done fucked up. Oh, okay. He didn't bring what they supposed to bring, and he sicked Rick on him. <laughs> well, he denies doing that, but oh, they don't believe his ass. They okay. ain't know he's bullshit. Okay. Well, that makes sense. That makes. That's sense. why. Yeah. That's why he has him doing all this shit. Yeah. That makes. That's sense. why he's stealing his pictures, mm-hmm. and he's taking half they shit, and he's doing it like Negan wants it. Like, oh, since they don't want to voluntarily give half they shit, we're gonna go take, take half it. of mm-hmm. what we want to take. Mm-hmm. like you said to rick mm-hmm. and uh pers- i mean uh gregory you know he lying oh, yeah, he's well, trying to act all like he, Who? Had, he said oh hey, what? didn't you didn't you hear what happened uh no what? brothers and sisters at the at the substation uh the people you used to be dealing they with killed. they gone now yeah, they oh really killed. they died what happened anyway mm-hmm. he know he ain't yeah he, he ain't lying anyway so I don't even know. I can't remember what the fuck they talk. Oh, he talks about this painting and how Napoleon, of course, was a good leader. Da, 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 da. And um, is there anything you need to be telling me? And then Gregory even is the one that brings it up. Yeah, your message last night, we got it loud and clear. Mm-hmm. And Simon says, what message? What was the message? Like, did you really get it? And so Simon's like, yeah, yeah, that you're the boss and you can, you control everything right mm-hmm. he's like oh yeah mm-hmm. that's it that's it yeah because the uh, other people you've been dealing with i'm tired of these dirty cocky people yeah i'm tired of seeing these dirty cocky people i you know. know i want somebody to put a cap and bum one of them's head or something something, something. shit i mean damn damn so passive shit is so fucking boring it is boring mm. it is now in the meantime little carl has done followed Miss Enid. Yep. She walked. Was she riding. Car. She was riding a bike, I think, wasn't yeah, she at first? She was riding a bike. She, she stopped because she saw this puddle of blood or something. Mm-hmm. And then she turns around and there's this walker snarling. So before she can even do anything, here comes Carl in this car that runs over this walker. He hits that walker. He hits Didn't the walker, run. goes all up on the curb and shit. Then he backs up over the walker because the walker gets up and mm-hmm. squishes it. And she's like, well, what are you doing? But then he crashes into these pillars. You know those kind of pillars yeah. that they have like in front of stores and stuff to keep you from coming up on the sidewalk? So basically so he, he fucked messed that up car. the whole car. Yeah, he done <laughs> fucked that car. So up. now they ask his walk. Well, he don't know how to drive? <sighs> For real? Now they ask his is walking. Walking. I said, Damn. I, that's what I said. Please. So she asked a good question, which is what I wanted to know. See, she was asking all kind of good questions mm-hmm. today. You were glad you saw it? 
Yeah, let's go back to that question, Ina, because I, mm. I really want to know what he's talking about. And he says he was glad that he saw it happen so that when he kills Negan, yep. he will not hesitate. Yep. He'll do what needs to be done. That's what he said, little baby car. Little baby car. He got it going on. <laughs> so Ina says, yeah, I'd kill him too. Mm-hmm. And then she looks like she's like, oh shit, like I said this out loud. Didn't mean to say that. I know, loud. I know. <laughs> she probably would though. She would because she's thinking about Glenn because mm-hmm. her and Glenn bonded over their little escapade out yep. there. And she really cares uh, for Maggie. Mm-hmm. And so um, so they're walking and, and he tells her that. they Then they show them, this is, then they have the nighttime scene. Which, well, no, again, first of all, as, as they're walking, Carl... He sees something over in the bushes. Right. But wait, I was was getting to that. But in the meantime, that's when they have the nighttime scene at Hilltop. True. And they come back. It's daytime. They still walk. And that's why I was thinking they had been out there all night long. They probably went into an abandoned house. I feel like somebody would have been looking for them. But anyhow. They kind of spread thin, though. You know? I know. So who's going to be looking? Michonne. She out. She ain't out overnight. I don't see her going out overnight well, like that. You forget. But anyway, go ahead. Well, that's the next episode. Go ahead. Jay. And actually, we don't even see that in the next episode. Mm-hmm. It's the next one after anyway, that. Anyway, he finds something in the bushes. He finds some skates. Get to it. So these two is. Quit rushing my bitch ass. <laughs> so it's, these two is roller skating down the highway. That was cute. That was cute. Holding hands, roller skating. That was and really I'm cute. And I thought to see that that's just like some kids though. Yeah, you know, because they are kids. We do forget they kids. You're right. So and shit, I'd rather roll than walk too. Uh-huh. Shoot, roller skating's fun though. Roll bounce. Actually, here uh, locally, they closed one of the uh, a few skating rinks. They got that skating rink. I think they said that it opened like 1950 or 50, 55. Well, or I mean. Honestly, so about a, about a couple of weeks ago, they, they had like their little final little party. It was so all cute of the original the roller skating places need to be upgraded. Yeah, they do. And if they were upgraded and changed a little bit, I feel like people would get yeah. back into roller skating. Roller skating's fun. I remember going on a Friday Ooh, night. But even in my day, all the kids we went and we. That was where you went. Yes. You'd be dancing on the skate. Friday night. That's what was, that was the hangout. Go to the skating rink. Skating rink. You would do y'all dancing, skating, playing video games and eating out the candy, uh, the Mm -hmm. snack bar. Then they'd have the slow skates and you do your slow skates with the little boyfriend, girlfriend (laughs) or whatever. And then on special nights, they would have the, uh, after the skating was over, which was probably about midnight, they would have like another hour or so of the sock hop where you take off the skates mm-hmm. and you'd have a dance in your socks. I know. That was some fun shit. Absolutely. <laughs> That's it. Even in my day, in, in the 50s, they, they did that. It was so much fun. Was it was so good, fun. clean fun. Yes, too. it was. And all the kids, I mean, they'd be like a pack of kids. Everybody going big Packs, groups. Jack. Oh, yeah. Because that's what you did. I remember walking and it was Fur. You see, it's just like the drive-in. A fur and here, piece. And here locally, we have a brand new drive-in theater that's going to open up next spring. A, a brand new drive-in theater. They still so have for one. all the young people South that of never even went to a drive-in, it's going to be fun. Well, it'll be fun if they do some checks in the cars. Make sure anybody bringing no shit up in there. <laughs> that's what I say. 
And you really, to be fun, you really need a truck. Uh, no. I think. Or a car. Or a car. You just need a car that you can, um. You need a car that's got seats big enough that you can be comfortable sitting. No. I don't want to sit in the car. That's the point. Being in the air is the, is the fun part. And being in the bed of a truck, you back up into the spot and you watch the movie. We went to the drive-in when, uh, 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 back in the eighties and we had, had made a picnic. So we had like fried chicken and potato salad and stuff because it was, uh, you know, because it's hot in Texas and, 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 and sunny and everything. And we was next to this family. They had one of those tricked out vans. I mean, this guy pulled out, you, you know, them tower speakers, like way back in the seventies, mm-hmm. he pulled out some stereo speakers and hooked them up to the yeah, and hooked them up to the movie theater speakers, so everybody was outside their car watching the movie. It was so much fun. I mean, I remember drive-ins. That's what you did. You weren't in your car. Yeah. Though. So. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. Anyway, we digress. You digress. We digress. You. <laughs> so all right. So Anywho, the so they is up in the house. Right, they up in the house. They snatching shit. Mm-hmm. He's basically telling uh, Gregory, um, okay. Now you're going to be dealing with me. Gregory says, well, please tell Negan, you know, we'll be, you know, we'll be on time. We'll be doing shit the way he wants it done. We apologize for any misunderstandings. He's like, oh yeah, well I'm your Negan. So just make sure you, you understand that. Uh That's what Negan wants. I'll be your Negan from now on. Mm -hmm. He's like, so is there anything you want to tell me? Anything you need to tell me? And Gregory's looking at him like, uh, what? He's like, Gregory, you need to tell me something. So then he says, I actually, and he jumps up, goes out his office and goes over to the closet. Well, he says, actually, there is something that, that I do have for you. And I'm like, no, this motherfucker ain't. Yeah. I said, no, you better not turn in now. So he looks at uh, Jesus as he comes out and I'm like, and Jesus mm-hmm. gives him this look like, you uh-huh. bet not. You bet not, motherfucker. Mm. So he goes and opens the door, and it's liquor in there. And whole stacks of liquor. Scotch. Ooh. A case of it. But he, hey, you know what? He was. His face broke, but he recovered quick, didn't he? He said, yeah. uh, 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 this is my personal private stash just for Nick, and I, 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 was, I was holding it for you. Wait what else could he do? Because uh, yeah. his shit was busted then. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, he looks over at Jesus. Jesus looks like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, what you going to do? Yeah, what you going to say? Gonna say? <laughs> so Simon, he's like, ooh, I don't like scotch. It is not good, but Negan will love it. Mm-hmm. So he goes in and snatches the box. And All the boxes. Te- it was just one box. No, and he tells uh, Gregory, uh, you want to put that one back in? Mm-hmm. And Gregory just looks at him. And he's like, uh, no, forget the question. Put, Put it, it back, back in, in period. <laughs> well, there was more than one box because he said that told the other guys get that. So anyway, so then uh, they get ready to leave, and then he turns around, and goes, "Oh, oh, Gregory, I'm gonna need you to kneel." And Gregory says, "Huh?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Kneel." Gregory was having trouble. Look like to me kneeling. Well, that's because he was in front of his citizens. No, Jesus he was, was there. But well, yeah, no, I'm not talking too. mentally. I mean, physically. Oh, well. So he, then he, he kneeled said. down and uh, Simon goes, 
That's exactly right. Now you remember that from next time. He said, oh, that's a good kneel. I mean, he was rubbing it in. But wait, when Gregory went to try to get up, he was struggling. <laughs> he was struggling. Which is what but I would be doing. That's because he's still recovering from that stabbing. No, it's because <laughs> his old knees, Jack. <laughs> I'd be struggling too. It's hard to get up off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get down there, the oh, floor. I know. So when they leave, Nick, uh, Gregory is pissed. He mad. I told you to put him in the closet. He's like, you didn't say what closet. He has him in Gregory's bedroom, bedroom closet. closet. And he's like, what would have happened if they would have found uh, found them? And Sasha goes, they would have killed you first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. So he starts saying, as soon as they gone, they out of here. And hey, hey, Jesus, he gets his little backup. He says, oh, now they staying. They staying. And I'm staying. And we're going to work this shit out like one big dysfunctional family. And then Gregory's talking about, oh, what, you want to be the leader now? And I'm thinking, no. What are you talking about? He don't want. He don't want to lead yeah, because in the earlier conversation, which we didn't talk about, he was talking to Jesus and he was saying, "Well, if you want to lead, be my guest, run this place, and keep it going, and everything else, and the gates, and figure this out, and figure that out, mm-hmm. blah blah." So Jesus said, "No, I'm not running nothing. You, you know, but we all gonna be here." So he still gets ready to start talking shit. And walks over towards Maggie and Sasha, and Maggie just hauls off and knocks this motherfucker. She she cold cocks Gregory. Of course, he has started calling because her. She sees that watch. Too. He done snatched off that grave. Off of the Glenn's grave. I'd have done more than popped him one. I'd have had oh, to keep she was on. Mad. I'd have had to keep on hitting because his ass. Because when he was went walking over there to her, he was still talking. Well, y'all gonna have to be leaving soon. Well, y'all gonna have to do. And she cold cocked his ass and snatched that watch. And he talking about, mm, that's a fine watch. Please, right, you punk? I didn't. I didn't want it to be out in the rain resting. You punk. Yeah, mm, he's mm, a punk and ass. a thief. <laughs> Stealing it off the man's grave. That was off. That was Mm, awful. mm, mm, So, um, around this time, a little bit before actually, um, Enid and Carl make it up to the hilltop and they see all the saviors there packing up trucks and shit. Mm -hmm. So Carl's looking at him. He's like, hmm, Negan ain't there. And he's looking and Enid's looking at Carl like, oh, you didn't ever really come out for me. You wasn't trying to follow me. Mm-hmm. You was trying to come here to, uh-huh. to get Negan. And he didn't say nothing. I was like, ooh, go ahead, little man. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But you forgot, you forgot though, uh, after she done, after Maggie smacked uh, Gregory, she told him, she said, this is our home now. That's what she said. She said, and you better get to calling me by my real name, by my, my Christian name. It ain't no... Marsha, honey, baby, dear, nothing. It's Maggie. <laughs> no, she said Maggie Ree. Yeah. She said Maggie the last name, Reed. too. Because he do call her Marsha. He called everybody by yeah. author name. Mm-hmm. So then Enid is telling Carl, I don't need, I don't want you to go. I don't want you to go and try to do anything to, mm-hmm. to him. And Carl's like, I have to. I can't not do and so um, she's trying to talk to him. If they're getting close, her face is getting. I'm like, oh, what's here? She's kind of cute. like leaning in underneath his hat. 
and basically telling him she don't want him to go come with me and he's like no I, I gotta do this so they have their little kissy kiss yes that is so cute and they kind of lean their foreheads against each other which I thought was cute because it was just like Michonne and, and Rick yeah what they was. had done earlier it was so I thought that was kind of cute that was cute. but he is dead set on going and trying to get Negan yep and I'm thinking oh come on little baby Carl this ain't gonna end well but but I mean just like Negan said I mean Look, Carl, tough. He is tough. He is tough. Mm-hmm. So then we see um, the the saviors getting, you know, packing up and getting ready to leave. Maggie, Sasha, and um, Jesus are looking out the window and um, talking about, you know, this is your home now. You'll be you'll be fine. They see the front gates closed, and Maggie's like, "Okay, they're gone." And Hasty's like, "No, they're still packing up outside. So mm-hmm. you need to stay, you know, stay put." She leaves the room and then Sasha said is watching out the window and he says, you know, I'm really. Well, she's saying to him, look, if you want to make it up to us, can you do, do, do me a favor? Can you, uh, find out where Negan lives? Yeah. And he says, well, one of them trucks is going back to there. So, uh, yeah, I think I could, you know. And then she says, keep it between us, just me and you. And he says, not Maggie. She said, no. And he says, I don't like that. And she says, I don't either. Mm. But I agree with her, though. Don't tell Maggie. Nope. Just gonna do it. Shit. So Maggie goes back to the grave to, I think, put the watch back on there. And then she sees Enid. And Enid's done put up those balloons mm. on what she thinks is uh, Glenn's grave. Mm-hmm. And so then she's like, you're here. And so they kind of, she kind of runs to her and mm. they talk for a second. And I think that's at the point where Maggie decides she's not going to put that watch back on, it, mm-hmm. you know. So then, because um, I, I think about it, Gregory would just get it again. Thank you, or somebody and, else. And, and, no, what he'll do is Gregory will just get it again, and then he just won't wear it on his person. He'll just have, or it she in, can see it. Yeah, right. He'll just have it in his room or mm-hmm. something. So then we see um, Enid making some soup and some look like grilled cheese. Girl, it actually looked kind of good. It did. Some thick-ass grilled cheese. It was some thick-ass bread, too. Well, if you had to cut hand-cut bread, it'd be kind of mm-hmm. thick. But, it but that good. tomato soup did not look good. It looked chunky to me. <laughs> but see, this is my question. Chunks of wood. Tomato? Mm-hmm. They didn't puree right. <laughs> um, anyway, so she's dishing it up and so Enid's like, hey, they told me that you ran over this car with a tractor. She's like, Oh, yeah. But it wasn't the first time. There was this boy in high school. And he says, you ran over the boy? She's like, nope, but I ran over his car. (laughs) (laughs) And so Sasha, when Sasha come in, she's real surprised to see Enid. She said, hey, you come here by yourself? Yep. Enid lied, though. She said, yeah. She said, yeah. "Yeah." Uh Uh-huh. I I like that. You noticed that. that. Yeah. If she would have said with Carl, they would have been out looking for him. Oh, yeah. They would have went looking for Carl. Yep. So. So then, um. This was cute. Sasha says, who put balloons on Abraham's grave? Mm. And Maggie says, oh, yeah, I didn't have the heart to tell you. That was Abraham, Abraham. not Glenn. Oh. Oh. Oh, but it was the, the It was cute. Yeah, yeah. It was the thought. So she says, well, this was Glenn's. My father gave it to him and I'm giving it to you. So she's giving it to Enid to keep. And then she says, we don't need it as a reminder because we have us. We have us. 
Yeah. This was a really sweet scene. Yeah, and then they all then hold all hands. Of the little ladies hold hands, and, and then Maggie pray says a prayer mm-hmm. over their meal. I like that though. I like, I like that. that too. I like them three sticking together. I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like, like it because Ina don't have no family over I there. Know, she don't have nobody. Mm-mm. So nope. Yeah. So then we see um, one of the saviors picking up that bottle of liquor, putting it in the truck. And then we see the trucks starting to leave Hilltop and all the saviors starting to leave. And as they're leaving, you see Jesus, excuse me, running up and getting into the back of one of the trucks. And when he gets in there, he takes one of them liquor bottles and takes a swig and then he starts pouring all the liquor out. Mm -hmm. And as he's doing that, you hear a... Hey, and there, <laughs> and there's little baby Carl, little baby Carl coming out from behind the truck. I'm like, oh, oh snap. Oh, but this one I like. Yeah. Before they showed that, they so- showed Sasha. It's actually in the same yeah. back and forth. She's outside with Abraham's cigar yep. in her mouth, looking like an army, army brat sharpening her knife. Yep. She looked badass. She looked badass. She looked badass. Yep. But yeah. And that was the end of the end of the episode, which I thought was pretty good. And now that one was better than most. Yes. It was better than most, but it was still too long. It was an hour. I actually enjoyed it because it's actually some of our key fucking people. That is true. One random. uh, Seeing what Maggie and Sasha were up to. Yeah. It was interesting to me. Um, uh, I like seeing Jesus. Carl. Mm-hmm. I like seeing Jesus back. Well, because so, you know he needs to step it up and do some shit. Whatever. We know he got some skills. Step it up. Yeah, he do have skills. So mm-hmm. come on, Jesus. All right. Okay, let's get on to our feedback. Okay. Our very first one is a voicemail from Ozzy John. Hey, Ozzy John. Hey, Ozzy John. Hey, sisters. How's it going? Here is my feedback. Hi. For The Walking Dead Season 7 so far. Episode 1. Half of it should have been the Season 6 finale. Yep. The other half was just filler. Yep. Episode 2. Best episode so far this season with King Ezekiel yep. and his Knigets of the Vale. <laughs> episode 3. Like all of Daryl's solo or Daryl-focused episodes, i.e. still, it was boring. It did remind me of something that the show seems to be selective in using. The use as walkers as camouflage. I mean, aren't walkers attracted by the noise of other walkers, especially when they are focused on something? So even though the walkers were chained to the fence, the fact that they are still alive, wouldn't that just attract more? Yeah. And sorry I had to skip the Westworld spoiler cast for this one. I'm, I am getting to the show eventually. <laughs> episode 4. Pretty much the same as Episode 1, with Negan doing his monologue threats, yep. but without the gore. Yep. It just shows that Negan is better in small doses. <laughs> and also, with everyone complaining about the ads, I want to let you know that my DVR recording of this 90-minute episode was actually 78 minutes down here. <laughs> So, I don't know how many ads you've got, but we didn't get that many. And episode five. Holy shit, two plots. And it made for a great episode. Yeah. And this is how it should be. Even though Carl's plot was like all his other ones and is summarised by, Damn it, Carl. Stay in the house, Carl. (laughs) 
and his hair is prettier than Enid's. <laughs> Best part of this episode, though, was Simon, a.k.a. Stephen Hogg. Yeah, he was good. And since everyone in the Saviors and the Comp and all that, since they're all Negan, I think that he is a better Negan than Negan. <laughs> and finally, ladies, I reckon someone, this, this stayed with me, but someone earlier in the season said they're trying to make Carl like Jamie Lannister. I don't think they are, because quite frankly, Judith is much too young for that. Anyway, that's me done. Cheers, ladies. Cheers, ladies. Aussie John. <laughs> Ozzy John! Oh my gosh, Ozzy John! That ain't right. <laughs> that is funny. Thank you for that voicemail. Thank you, Ozzy John. Oh my gosh, that was funny. That's good. Yeah. Oh my no. gosh. But no, I had not heard that people are trying to make Carl out to be Jamie Lannister. No, I haven't either. And I don't. I don't remember people complaining about the commercials either. We. I just was complaining about how come it's so fucking long. We didn't yeah. need it to be mm-hmm. 90 minutes long. No. When you're not telling us nothing but one exactly. fucking story. And I agree with you about the uh, Carl's hair, though. It was pretty. <laughs> they, I'm, I'm sorry. He needs to start cutting his hair. They need, he, need a he needs a haircut yeah. for real. Yeah. Bless his little baby car. <laughs> He's so cute, though. He is cute. Oh, thank you, Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John. Love it. <laughs> Love hearing you. Okay, our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, sisters. Hope you guys had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Yep. Hope this. Hope. Hopefully, this feedback isn't too late. Uh, it ain't. <laughs> I enjoyed this last episode. As much fun as it is looking at JDM, it's also refreshing when he's not on screen. Yeah. Negan basically sucks the air out of everything. His presence is so draining. <laughs> Anywho, interesting stuff happened. We got a fantastic Rishon kiss. Yeah. Basically gave Rick the confidence boost he needed. Carl and Edith had an adorable first date and first kiss. Mm-hmm. But what the fuck are you doing, Carl? How soon do you think he'll be captured? Yeah, uh, soon. Now for the hilltop. Gregory is a coward and a punk. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. It's it's one thing not remembering Maggie and them, but to not bother to learn the names of your own people is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, because he kept saying Caitlin, <laughs> and it was something else. Basically, the women were doing the damn thing this week, and I'm here for it. Yep. Cutting this short because it's taking me too long and to send it to y'all. Until next time, Shalita. P.S. Can't we please get some more King Ezekiel? I know. Where's he at? Yes. That's Shoot. what I'm saying. Bring him back. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita, for that uh, email. Yeah, I agree. Gregory some... is a fucking punk. He is a punk. But you know what? They write him that way. He's supposed to be that He's way. He's supposed to be a punk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. He's supposed to be straight ass punk. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Shalita. And you were not late, as you can, as you know. No. <laughs> Okay, our next email is from Double D. Hey, Double D. Hey, Double D. Hello, sisters and family. Double D from Joplin, Missouri. Mm-hmm. First of all, my adult beverages for this week is UV cherry and UV lemonade. Uh-oh. What is UV? Is that vodka? I don't know. Must be. Um, a brand. Must be a, bl- a brand. A brand. Yeah. Now that sounds good. Some some mm. cherry and UV cherry and UV lemonade. Mm. Now let's get started. <laughs> Fuck Gregory. Let's use him for Walker bait. Mm-hmm. Maggie Ree for president of Hilltop. <laughs> That's all for now. 
Until next week, Sister Speak family, Valar Morgulis, Valar Do Harris. Yep. November 30th is the return of Floki and Ragnar. Yes, I'm loving it. Thank you, Double D. Thank you, Double D. Oh, yeah, I am a huge Vikings fan. We know. And I love it. And of the other sons, of course, everybody likes Ivar. But that Ube, oh, he cracks me up. The who, what, who? Well, you know, they got Viking names. Mm. It's Uber. It, I say Uber, but it's U-B-B-E. It's Uber. <laughs> he calls him, it sounds like Ragnar saying Uber to me. Just oh, like the car, Lord. you know. Anyway. Uh, thank you, Double D. Thank you, Double and D. And yes, Double D, since you mentioned it, I hope you have tried some uh, Vala uh brew. That's Omegang Ale. It's really good. Yeah, because I'm drinking some right now. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Double D. Thank you, Double D. Okay, our next email, and she has two, is from Baltimore Kim. Hey, Kim. And this is from, um, she's got two. One is from Go-Getters. Okay. And one is from uh, the other one. What was the other one called? Services. Service? Service. Okay. Mm -hmm. She says... Oh, wait, no, it's the same email. Okay. Wow. Three character arcs in one episode. Rick and Michonne kiss and make up. Yep. Make up. Maggie and Sasha are bad asses. Yeah. Carl and Enid, young love. Yeah. Next thing you know, they'll have the characters not do stupid things. Wait, it's still The Walking Dead. (laughs) No worries about lack of stupid ahead. That's it. Am I the only one who heard brand new key when Carl and Enid found the skates? I don't know what brand new key is. Must be a song. Oh god! I love seeing them just be kids for a minute. Yep, I did too. That was cute. Gregory has taken Father Gabriel's place as asshole in chief. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But they're making him that way, though. Is it just me, or is Simon scarier than Negan? See, that's what. Yep, that's what. uh, Mm -hmm. I see John. Jesus sure is pretty. <laughs> he is too. Well, too much scruff. Well, he's cute though. Loved Enid putting the balloons on the grave, even if it was the wrong one. <laughs> but isn't that kind of telling the saviors the two communities are in cahoots? You. Well, the saviors had left, and them balloons will be popped up by the time they come back. Well, let's hope so. They will. But balloons don't last that long. Well, but know. I maintain, see, they're going to notice there's some graves there. They're going to be asking how come there's graves there when, when all this time y'all been burning up folk. They don't know all that. They, I'm sure they know that they burn the bodies. I don't think they even care about all that. Mm, no. Well, we're going to see. Okay. Now we get. Okay. So then she goes into the next episode. So I won't mention that. Right. So we'll uh, save that for the next one. Uh, thanks, sisters. Baltimore Kim. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Baltimore Kim. And yes, I'll read the other part of that feedback if I, hopefully I remember, um, when we do the other, the next podcast. I'll remind you. Thank you, Sister Jay. Because <laughs> it's getting into the other episodes that we behind on as well. Yeah. But yes, I love seeing Carl and Enid just be kids for a minute. It was good. It Even was though good. I was like, Carl, don't do nothing crazy because I don't want you to get got. I know. And it was kind of a kissy kissy episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Had a couple of them smooching, smooching. So, thank you. 
Okay, and we our last uh, feedback for this episode is a voicemail, and it is from Vinsel. Hey, Vinsel. Hey, Vinsel. Happy Thanksgiving, Sister Speak Nation. This is Vinsel from Kansas City. Um, So I was giving you guys a call to talk to you a little bit about the Walking Dead, uh, the latest episode. I'm just not getting a chance to really watch it. But, um, yeah, what's that guy's name? The the guy that's for um, the hilltops? That guy's got to go. Yeah. I love it how Jesus was like, well, you know, we didn't really do anything. We we, we haven't, um, you know, tried to switch out any leaders. You know, he's just always been there. But now I see a leader. I, I think there's somebody else that could be a great leader. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think he's talking about Maggie. Absolutely. You know, based on yep. the way she... Um, came out there, you know, was telling people what to do. Hey, you too, go close that gate. And you, you go over there and you, you know, mm-hmm. um, get the walkers and you kill those guys and you, you stop the music from playing, you know. So um, I think uh, that, that Maggie's going to be um, getting some awesome leadership skills here the next uh, few episodes. So mm-hmm. um, anyway... I think it was a really good episode overall, though. You know, I, I'm anxious to kind of get back, though, to Rick and, you know, kind of see mm-hmm. what he's doing because this whole Negan thing, I don't I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to last, and I really don't want it to last that long. You know, not like they did with the governor because the governor, they kept him on way too long, you know, mm-hmm. and I almost feel like Negan is going to be on just as long. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I don't know. Yep. We'll yes. see. Hopefully he's so not, but. Anyway, um, that's all I have for tonight, ladies. Uh, see you next week. Bye. Thank you, Vincent. Thank you, Vincent. Casey in the house. Casey. <laughs> Love Kansas City. Anyway. And I agree. After this disappointing Negan yeah. character has materialized, I'm thinking, can we can we kill him off like sooner rather than later? Well, unfortunately, you know, I have read stuff. Supposedly, we all know. Supposedly it's true that, you know, Negan going to be around for season eight. Right. Yeah. So um, we're not going to get no relief. No, no we're not going to get soon. no relief. But mm-hmm. maybe they'll quit having him dipping and dodging. <laughs> <laughs> and all that trying to be funny shit. Dipping it and doing it. <laughs> dipping it and doing it. <laughs> but he ain't. He ain't doing it well. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Anyway. Oh, thank you guys for your feedback. Thank you. And thank y'all for being patient. And hopefully this double episode gets us back. Well, it does get us back on a little bit on track. We still got a couple more to go. Yeah, we got a couple more to go. Before we get caught up. Hopefully we'll be back in y'all's good graces. Yes. Hopefully so. Okay, thank you guys so much for your feedback. We loved hearing from you, and we hope you guys enjoy this double episode of Sister Speak the Walking Dead. We have a couple more before we get all the way caught up. But until then, we just want to remind you that we have a a new sponsor. It is called Audible, which many of y'all have already heard of. But if you haven't tried them out, Try them out. They are 
Now, I am not notoriously known for liking audiobooks. I like reading a real book. It took me forever to get into the Kindle books because I wanted a real physical book because I didn't want to switch and change it up. I started getting into the Kindle books and I loved it. I love my It's Kindle. taken me a while to get into the audiobooks. I'm like, I, you know, my mind will wander. I'm not really nope. paying attention. I love audiobooks. Audiobooks are the bomb diggity dog. Okay, y'all. They're very good. It, I have now gotten into Audible and it is so awesome on your commute while you're doing dishes, kind of like with podcasting too. Yep. While you're doing any other chore or, you know, just needing some entertainment, but you don't want to actually read it yourself. Yep. Somebody is reading it for you. Reading it. And it is awesome. Mm-hmm. These folks that are as reading. As long as it's a good story, too. Though. Well, yeah, it's a good. See, it's yeah, gotta it's got to be a good, story, be a good story. Mm-hmm. But the people put some inflection in that shit. Oh, yeah. They're good. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. So, I mean, people who do audible books, they're just like actors in a movie. Some of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them. And Morgan Freeman reads many uh, uh, James Patterson stories, people, you know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. And his voice is wonderful. I love Morgan Freeman's yeah. voice. So check out James Patterson's uh, books on audiobooks too, y'all. So, Sister Speak family, for all of y'all listeners of the Sister Speak podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their services. I highly recommend them. And if any of y'all want a recommendation for a couple of books, there is one I'm reading that is fantastic. Well, I'm listening to, not reading. <laughs> <laughs> I've already given my recommendation. So, to get your free trial... Go to audibletrial.com slash speak and sign up for your free 30-day trial and get a free audio book download. Audiotrial.com slash speak. Thank you so much for your feedback. You can send us your feedback on the next episode, which will be coming up. You can send it to sstwalkingdead at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 972-755-1215 or you can leave us a SpeakPipe message at speakpipe.com slash speak. And there is a handy dandy button to do that on our website, which is sisterspeakproductions.com. We are on Twitter at underscore sister J underscore sister K and at sisterspeakcast. We are also on Facebook at facebook.com slash sisterspeakpodcast and our wonderful facebook group which is called sister speak nation we are also on google plus and at all the normal podcast outlets out there just look us up and you'll find us all right that's it for now i'm sister k and i'm sister j see you next time